Visible is a wireless carrier that is not invisible. It is pretty clear from the name, actually, radio waves are invisible. And I can say this with authority as a licensed amateur radio operator. That being said, Visible won't be giving you the power to see light outside the visible spectrum. It's actually way better because having that ability would make getting around very difficult and distracting. What you do get with Visible is unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You get one line of wireless, just $25 a month, which is great in these times of economic uncertainty. That is one line for $25, taxes and fees included. So whatever you're doing at this moment, please stop. Switch immediately. Now, monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Wir gerne sehen in was ist los. It's dein Freundo Seth. I'm learning German. Yeah, in case you didn't know what that was. That is me trying to impress you with the little German that I know. Right now, I am actually learning German. I took it in high school. I goofed off the entire time. I did some other language learning apps. They taught me things like where the taxi stand is and how to find a bus, um, but not a lot of conversational uh German. Thankfully, that's what Babbel is all about. Babbel teaches you language conversationally, which let's face it, that is what you want to know anyway. I don't know. When I was in school, you learned like how to count. You learned like the colors. You learned the shapes. Those are all important things, but they don't help you when you're in uh, like Cologne, Germany with Ein Nierenstein, which by the way is German for kidney stone, uh, an experience I can unfortunately speak personally to. But I've been using Babbel to learn to speak German again, uh, better than I have before. I actually really like it because it is conversational. It's a little bit more relaxed. One of the things that it does that I really like is it'll sometimes show you what the literal English translation is. And I don't know why, but I find that very helpful in sort of understanding the structure, the grammar of a language and sort of putting myself into that mind space. Since I'm only in Germany for Gamescom, which is like a week, week and a half, I'm not immersed in the German language. I'm not immersed in German culture. So what I do is the second best thing. I'm taking Babbel. Hopefully this year when I go to Germany, I'll be able to impress all the Germans with how much German I know from learning through Babbel. The app has pronunciation recognition, so you'll be able to learn how to speak better with your accent, how to actually properly pronounce the words. That way you won't get made fun of by a, a group of older German men because you said Apfelstrudel and not Apfelstrudel. Um, no, it's really cool. Uh, I'm going to say right now there is a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now you can get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners because you guys are the best ones, by the way, at babbel.com slash realm. Get 60% off at babbel.com slash realm. That is spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash realm. Rules and restrictions may apply. Nintendo!
Welcome to Nintendo Voice Chat. I'm Jose Otero. This is IGN's Nintendo Show. And coming up on Nintendo Voice Chat, we're going to talk about the Nintendo Switch, the hardware launch. This is our launch special. We're also going to talk about our software recommendations, some of the issues on the system currently, and question block. But first, a word from our sponsor. Thanks, Jose. Want a Nintendo Switch? Of course you do. That's right. This week, Nintendo is teaming up with IGN to give one of you lucky NBC fans a chance to win a Nintendo Switch. Just go to go.ign.com backslash NBC giveaway for more info. Switching it back to you guys. Thanks, Naomi. And here to talk about Nintendo and Switch with me, Brendan Graver. I have seen Zelda in my dreams. We got to get this boy a red wow. ball. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Altano. <laughs> and Jonathan Dorbush. Hey, everyone. All right. So uh, <laughs> Brendan's putting in a lot of work on the Zelda review, so do not mind him. But uh, we're going to kick things off. I love sleep off. deprivation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's pretty bad. Uh, we're going to start <laughs> off by talking about the hardware. Specifically, what are we buying and why? Uh, also, what do we want that we haven't bought yet uh, that is available or slightly available? Mm-hmm. Let's start. Uh, so... I'm going to kick this off. I bought a red and blue Switch, first of all, because uh, gray did not appeal to me. I really like the colors right off the bat mm-hmm. and really enjoy that uh, for two-player games, it's very e- like I, There's just something about it that sits very well with me, uh, the yeah. color scheme-wise. Having gray versus the black didn't really work. Can we, can we alter the question <laughs> a little bit to... <laughs> What did you order and when did you actually get it? <laughs> yeah, I like that. Oh, that oh, yeah. You can yeah. throw that in. Yeah. That's a good modifier. Uh, I bought an extra AC adapter uh, because I travel and I just I don't want to disconnect my switch from the wall plug yep. and from the yep. dock every time I need to take it with me. I have like several 3DS power adapters, maybe from this office. I don't remember. <laughs> so if we're short on those. It's going to kill you. Humble yeah, maybe. Uh, I also bought a 200 gigabyte uh, micro SD card because I wanted some space, but at the same time, I should have probably got a terabyte one because I feel like I may go all, dig- all digital. Those are so expensive. Are, did, are they yeah. even available? I don't. I, so they are expensive. <laughs> I don't think uh, the two terabytes available yet. Okay. Uh, okay. But I, I definitely am looking at that. Uh, and what I want. Uh, well, first of all, it didn't arrive till Monday, and I was in the middle of my vacation. Uh, but that was because of a mess up. A good friend of the show, Mark McDonald, hooked me up with one of his pre-orders. But unfortunately, when you buy something on BestBuy.com as a guest, you are a second-class citizen on the site and cannot in any way, shape, or form change where the it's being shipped to. So he, he's going to have it shipped to San Francisco. It instead went to his parents' house in St. Louis. <laughs> Happy birthday. Uh, yeah. Thank you, uh, Mark's parents, for then shipping it uh, on a Saturday yep. here. It arrived yeah. on Monday. Um, awesome. And so that wasn't fun. Uh, but what I still want is a pro controller and a case. I haven't settled on a case yet. Uh, I bought the Master Edition, but no way am I putting my Switch in that thing. Have you seen the Master Edition play? case? I, I like that. So in concept, it's cool. In execution, <laughs> it is everything but cool. And I hit the mic. Sorry, guys. Uh, uh, it wasn't working for me. But I'm, anyway, I'm, I'm using that yeah. case. Yeah. 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 I'm using the case too. I wanted. That I'm sorry. Case. It looks yeah. like a science project. Like some some kid in like middle school it's made my the science of project. Yeah. I'll be totally honest with you. I'm at a place in my life where, <laughs> <laughs> where I don't care what people think anymore. Yeah. Uh, I'm. I, I I try to dress up nice. nice. You know, I get a haircut every couple weeks. Okay. I like you know wear nice clothes and stuff like that. I'm wearing a Kojima shirt and a, a Wu Tang pin right now. So with a Zelda cartridge right now. Car- yeah. So maybe yeah. throwing that that theory off a little bit <laughs> but uh i uh, actually ordered three cases for my switch 
with the sheer intention to sort of like pick one when it pick the one I liked. And I got the hoary one, which I really loved. I tried it out for about an afternoon, and then I forgot that the uh, the special edition also came with a switch uh, or with a, a with case. a case. Yeah, yeah, not a switch. So It'd be nice if it came with a switch. Oh, yeah. uh, Max Scoville, one of my co-hosts here at IGN, um, bought a second switch for his fiance because oh, nice. after watching him play Zelda for a day, she was like, "I need my own." Um, so he took the Zelda copy out of my special edition. I sold it to him, and I ended up ca- keeping the uh, case for myself. Okay. And I sold the Hori one at Do- Dornbush for twenty bucks, and it works great. And it works great. Yeah, so totally that was really good. And I think that in- official Nintendo one just arrived. So, okay, um, it's not like so. I'll, I'll say the Sheikah Slate inspired case is garish. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's a great idea. It's just the way it was constructed. It's all, it's almost plastic on plastic. And it doesn't look like it fits very well. Some of the molding even looks like oddly shaped. Like it doesn't look. It's uh, it, it looks like something you got off Etsy. Well, it like, looks I, totally, and it looks like yeah, something like there's back some in the really day. good stuff you get on Etsy. Not to disparage. You know those like <laughs> those weird like they're like sugar icing things they put on cakes in the nineties. Yeah. yeah, it was just yeah. like you know Daffy Duck or something like that. If you were having <laughs> yeah. a real sad birthday party, this is the sad um, birthday party. It kind of looks like that. But the other side with that sort of blue Sheikah works better. I love it. Looks that. really I like cool. That. Yeah, I like so that. I just keep it that side oh, up. That's the forward facing when you want to show everybody. Now the cool thing. Thing is, um, this is actually about twice as deep as most cases for the mm-hmm. Switch, yeah. uh, and it fits an external battery pack, which I have. It mm. fits a, uh, a USB wall outlet and a six-foot USB-C to USB-A charging cable, yep, yep. plus some oh. headphones. Plus, um, plus an ugly plus, handle. But plus a hand, okay. and that, yeah, well, you know. <laughs> yeah. Like the GameCube handle. A little purse. It's an ugly it lunchbox handle. It is an ugly, ugly lunchbox yeah, handle. Yeah. Um, and it fits like, something like nine or ten games. So yeah, there's like cartridge slots. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cartridge so that's slots. cool. Yeah. So you're going so to buy physical cartridges? Nope, all digital, so I don't even need to tear that page right out. <laughs> uh, I also ordered a Nintendo Switch in gray. I ordered a Pro Controller. I ordered... Um, what, what system did you get? Gray or... I went, yeah, I went with gray. gray. Okay. Uh, um, How do you feel about that? Well, I will say that uh, gray seemed like the right idea going in, and the more time I spent at, at preview events and in the office checking out the neon ones, I really started reconsidering it. But it made me think that they're going to eventually issue different color schemes out there. Yeah, no, no. They, and you can... Actually, you can find the gray Joy-Con in almost any store that I went to. Those are the easiest ones to be able to buy. Side note, though, I feel like the grass is greener on the other side because I love the neon red and blue, as I was saying earlier. But you don't, you're not very inconspicuous when you're yeah, like on right. the train with that thing. It's just like, ah! That's yeah. why I love having the, the gray. It's loud. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. on the train, it looks, it looks like I'm carrying a weird tablet, but yep. it, it doesn't look like there's the red side and the blue side. Like nice to be symmetrical, out, too, sometimes. Yeah, yep. for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway. Uh, so, so, yeah, what? so I got the Switch. I got the Pro Controller. Now, here's the thing. Um, all the stuff I ordered did not arrive when they, it was supposed to, Let's talk about supposed that. to arrive. Yeah, so my special edition actually got here on uh, Monday afternoon. My Switch got here on Monday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was supposed to be there Friday night. <clears throat> um, and my case got there on, on Friday morning. Mm. Uh, so and my pro controller got there Tuesday night. So it sort of was like, it's, it was like going to Thanksgiving dinner and they put out cranberry sauce. And you're like, <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> Did you get, you guys make turkey? Yeah. Like, it, yeah, it's going to be a few days. I'm like, well, I can't do anything with cranberry sauce. <laughs> like, it's Saturday. Everyone loves it. So, and I never do this, but I was just like, I was beaten up. I was sad. I was yeah. coming home. Like, I watched the, the entire day was watching those shipping notifications God. on Amazon. And as I noticed, many, many people went through this. <clears throat> Amazon yeah. kind of dropped the ball on this thing. Or maybe it was Nintendo. It's we did a super mm-hmm. informal poll. I, we did an article about the Amazon delays. And yeah. the poll I put in the article, uh, it was about 50-50 split. Obviously, there was no scientific basis for that poll. It's only our 
our audience, but yeah. it was about a 50-50 split of delayed versus got it on time. Got it. Yeah, it was interesting. So, I mean, I'm watching the shipping notifications, and all day it said we'll be there by 8 p.m. Yep. There be, uh, 8, 8 p.m. Tracking numbers, and I, I'm call, I called UPS. UPS said it's not our fault. Call Nintendo. Nintendo was like, you know, they don't. I'm not going to answer their phone. <laughs> so uh, I'm just sitting there waiting, and I went I'll on. Answer it. He's from IGN. I went on Twitter at like eight o'clock at night, and I was like, I got my Nintendo Switch case, <laughs> and that's it. Because everything else sad. got delayed. I had a tear for you. And that. Jared yeah. Petty, yeah. Uh, former IGN employee, uh, current EA employee, like super, super sweet guy. And his wife said also that they... salt of the earth. Salt of the earth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and his wife, Angie, said that they had an extra switch because they had forgotten to cancel their Best Buy pre-order. So they got a second one. Mm-hmm. And they said, we have one here. Uh, Redwood City takes about 38, 45 minutes to drive to for my apartment. I got there in about seven. Okay. <laughs> <And> <laughs> I bought the switch yeah. off of them. Nice. So they saved the night. I got to play Zelda all weekend, uh, and it was good to go. Plus, I got a 200-gigabyte SD card. Nice. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, they were on sale at uh, Amazon. Yeah, yeah, because the one I actually talked about earlier on the show a couple weeks ago that I bought from eBay turned out to be a fake. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Oops. Uh, okay. Thank you to some of the MVC fans to uh, reach out and tell me about that. I'm getting a refund. So, so uh, is there anything left that you want? Because you spent a lot of money. <laughs> I just, I, I was doing the math in my head as you were like, and I got this, and I got nothing, and I got yeah. Pro Controller, and I got that thing. And what I got do that. I want? What's um, left that is on the market that you kind of want or, or just like would like to buy but haven't bought yet. So I would like I mean I've seen like there's a stand that they make that's kind of cool um that allows oh, you the to hurry one that uh it's kind of elevated yeah. I don't know what you're about. Yeah. yeah. So I think I think something like that is cool. I would really kind of like just a, a little collapsible iPhone stand that I can throw into my case cuz charging at the same time is kind of a pain mm-hmm. because the, the charge goes underneath. Yeah. Um other than that, I, I mean, maybe another dock. Like, I did end up buying screen protectors for it, mm-hmm. which I hate that I have to do, but with the dock issue being yeah, yeah, we're gonna get to that worry. later. Yeah, yeah, um, no, yeah we'll talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that was pretty much it. Uh, I think I'm good for now. I didn't get any of the Breath of Wild amiibos. So I'm very, how did you survive? Very like, proud of wait myself. A minute, really? Yeah, I was in your stash by the way. On the patch? That's underneath. are like a, a big A on like your arm. I've got a little <laughs> NFC reader uh, on my arm at all given times. It's uh. So the cool thing about the Switch is it's portable, right? That's like the hook of it, which to me has been working perfectly. Mm, um, yeah. And I can bring it into work and just walk over to Jose's desk and scan my email exactly. while he's in a meeting yeah. or something. So. That's why I haven't bought it. I oh, make, that, maybe. We make the daily loop. We go from Jose's desk to Justin's desk, and then we get Brandon. So I've heard about this. Thing. So yep. t- can you say what that is? Like, just tell people uh, who are listening. What are, what are you talking about? So uh, both you, I think Justin's the worst offender of the Amiibo collectathon. Yeah. <laughs> he has a giant yeah. pile on his desk. Jose, you have all the, uh, Breath, the, of the Breath of the Wild and yeah. 30th anniversary ones on your desk. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Brandon Hunt brought in a bunch of his Amiibos. And I have about two on my desk. Mm. So every day we just do this little like, trail, like the trail of Amiibo tears. So we <laughs> well, just scan yeah. them and like, get a bunch of stuff and they yeah. keep going. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, the reward's been nice. Because the cool thing That's is you can scan a Zelda Amiibo and get a reward for mm-hmm. it. But you yeah. can also scan any Amiibo and get a reward for yeah. it. But you can also, if you've scanned Pac-Man that day and he's your Pac-Man, you can just scan another Pac-Man. So if you yeah. work at the Pac-Man Amiibo factory, you can just scan a thousand <laughs> Pac-Man Amiibos. Uh, my I'm favorite start, I'm going to start charging for this. I, there's money to be made <laughs> off right. of this. Uh, you, are you trying to... Hey, if I didn't do DLC for DLC. <laughs> if I didn't charge for the, the dog amiibos, you shouldn't charge for this. That's, first of all, that's I wasn't true. even a customer. Yeah. A, like, that's your loss. We were, we were very I told opposed. you from the beginning, we should get in on this. Uh, what you Brendan is talking a, about is that in the going. office, <laughs> we, had a, we had a wolf kennel going where basically Brendan was going to 100% uh, someone's Twilight Princess save file. He was trying to get mine, and I wanted money because I was like, hey, if we're just going to scam people's amiibo, pay me. Like, I'm sorry. I don't usually do that, but I felt like whatever. I didn't right. want to look. Uh, there's anyway. other good Samaritan. 
Aaron's in the office. Yeah, so then you. Alexio uh, from our video tech. Uh, yeah, t- dude, I'm sorry. You are you are a dollar bill too. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <You're not. laughs> Oof, I'm gonna get out of here. No, no. Yeah. But, but tell us uh, actually. Speaking of spending dollars, yeah. tell us uh, what you bought uh, uh, and what you still want. Yeah, I picked up the gray switch because that was all that was available on okay. Amazon when the pre-order went up. Uh, I got that uh, the Hori uh, case from Brian, and that's all I bought. Um, okay. I got a physical copy of Zelda from someone else. Okay. Uh, I'm kind of keeping it uh, light at right now because I want to see what comes out in the next few months, right. what yeah. new color Joy-Cons there might be. Like mm-hmm. if there's a mm-hmm. pair that are themed on the NES or the SNES, like I totally would buy them. I think the, OG, the gray model is the NES. Probably. I'm going to break your heart right yeah. now. Did, did most of you guys just get Zelda as a game? Yeah. Uh, physical and then snipper clips. Okay. So I got I went all digital. That's what I'm, my plan okay. is here. Mm-hmm. I got snipper clips, 1-2 Switch, Zelda, <laughs> Shovel Knight, and fast racing. Nice. Okay. And I feel I like it's those. been cool because like I'm Zelda's obviously the star and I'm playing tons yeah. of it. But every now and then I'll just have one of those like half an hours where I'm like frustrated because I keep dying against the same mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, of course. Yep. Um and I'll jump over to something more lighthearted. Shovel Knight's a great fit on it's the Switch. We need to talk yeah, about yeah. that later. Yeah, like that, that's a really good game. Yeah, no, I only went uh, physical with Zelda because my thing is I'm going to go mostly digital, especially for all the indie games, but mm-hmm. occasionally I just want like a cool box for yeah. like the Mario game or oh, Zelda game. Oh, of course, game. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, mm-hmm. totally, totally. Generally going uh, digital. And then, yeah, so I'll want more Joy-Cons, but that, that's pretty much it. I'm waiting. I'd love a screen protector too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I heard a lot of people are having issues getting the bubbles out. I've heard some people... Well, plastic screen protectors, that's the first have a problem yeah, like yeah. so i'm getting a tempered glass one i got the same it thing. should be here next week I so if i like, get the first one on just fine you can yeah. we can work something out right. the second yeah one. they're yeah. two yeah. for ten i believe the company is <clears throat> called pdx stay away from the hori pro okay screen protectors because yeah. those are the ones uh like screen protectors like you said they bubble up but yeah. inside the switch dock um it's actually sort of providing an extra layer of heat to it mm-hmm. yeah it's like a little warm blanket for yeah, your switch yeah. um and it's causing them to bubble up a little bit i think okay. early accessories are always sort of like a hit or miss because a lot of people are building them based on specs or dimensions that are from like a website yeah. or like yeah. 3D printed models that they kind of kit bash themselves. Yeah. Yep, yep, so yep, yep, yeah, totally. it's, it's best to wait a little bit. Yep. All right. So Brendan, uh, wait, wait, before we go to Brendan, actually, is there anything left that you want to buy? I don't uh, think you, you said that. Besides yeah. the screen protector, uh, it, that's pretty much it. I, again, no I'm, pro controller, don't care. I, I love a pro controller, but I'm totally fine with the Joy-Cons right now. Okay. Like I, I like them and I like being able to just like have them by my side while I'm on like the couch. Okay. I hear that from a lot of people who yeah. haven't played Zelda with a pro controller. That, yeah, yeah, I've heard it is great. It's but, yeah. Yeah, glorious. Yeah, it, it totally changed my. It's the most comfortable to, way to play Switch yeah. by far. Yeah, yeah. not not that. Uh, I I was able to play in all of them, and it is relaxing to just kind of like. Oh yeah, I'm playing a video game and you're just sitting there like this sort of. But uh, I did that last night. I actually put the kickstand up and laid down on my bed, put a blanket over me, had Zelda on my lap, and just laid with my sides to with the joy. I tried to do that. The screen kept falling. I felt like I was like in a hospital bed. <laughs> did it keep falling? <laughs> yeah, just poof. I was like, my I chest saw, is not. Me- you gotta, you gotta hang it from the ceiling, maybe. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I saw a picture it. of someone jury rigging a cardboard box over their head with the switch peeking through and oh, just wow. lying back. Looking up at the switch with the side. That is wow. so dystopian. It is. Yeah, that's a little scary. That's a little, uh, I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> All right. So, wait. So, so uh, Brendan, now uh, let me ask. What did you buy and what do you want? So, so the only things I bought were the Master Edition of Zelda mm-hmm. and then the uh, gray uh, Switch, which I got on both on Amazon, like, what was it, like December when they first came up. Got really lucky. Uh, on Friday, I got the Master Edition, didn't get the Switch. Yeah. And like Brian, I was watching all day. Uh, at that progress bar going nowhere and yeah. trying to get in time like oh well it's the shipper's fault uh, oh, yeah. yeah to, to I, add to that yeah. let's point out something real quick hmm. a bunch of us didn't get our switches here at IGN yeah 
but a bunch of people did. Yeah. And that sucked. That was an awful day. Like, yeah. I'm never a jealous dude, but watching a bunch of people be like, ooh, my toy is here. And I was like, yeah. I'm going to kill you. Destin yeah. walked into a Target the day yeah. of uh, over where he lives and got one. Dude, yeah. like, there were people. Walked in. I was like, give it to so me. So I yeah. pre-ordered the moment you could on Except, Amazon yeah, in too. January. There were people who woke up, rolled out of bed on Friday morning. They got an email from Amazon Prime now. They're like, hey, if you're thinking about bringing and getting a Switch, we can bring one to you in like an hour. Yeah. And they just sort of casually hit a button, yawn, made coffee, and then the Switch showed up. Switch, yeah. Yeah. And us who pre-ordered in January were like, didn't didn't get ours till Monday or That's two. That's a problem. Yeah. And Amazon, yeah, mine, know? it said shipping soon up until 8 p.m. when it said it would arrive. And then right after 8 p.m., it changed to, oh, actually, mine, like at 9 o'clock, still said, oh, 8 p.m., don't worry. Yeah. It'll yeah. be here. I'm like, yeah. yeah, could you guys update, please? Yeah. yeah. So when my when my second Switch came in, since I got the first one off Jared, really, <clears> yeah. I decided to pay it forward and bring it to Marty Sleva because he was looking for yes. one and they've been sold out oh, everywhere. Oh, so yeah. that's why there's an empty yeah. box on Marty's. Because I was yep. like, why didn't Marty get a Switch? Well, to which I, <laughs> I pointed out, it's like, this was like when someone has like a box of puppies and two people take them home and one of them like builds it a bed and puts a sweatshirt on it and takes care of it and trains it and take, t- you know, teaches where's this going? And Marty <laughs> is basically just like, ah, you're coming with me to the bar. <laughs> like the box is on his desk. It's in pieces. He threw it yeah. in a bag and went to pack. So I'm like, I thought he borrowed one from the office for the flight. Nope. And I was like, Oh, that's smart. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, oh, okay. That's good though. I mean, yeah. Zelda's that good. We're going to yeah, get to yeah. that. He's yeah. paying me for it, so yeah, whatever. Yeah, but. Exactly. Yeah, he yeah. wasn't going to get it, and then he heard Zelda's not a bad game, so he yeah. didn't get it. Okay. Yeah. That was what it, I it said it that in review. Not in bad. Jose's review. Yeah. yeah. Not a bad game. Someone yeah. wrote that. Yeah, not a bad game. All right, so the, let's move forward to round two, uh, where we're basically going to share with you our software recommendations for this launch. Uh, obviously, the story right now is that Nintendo is going for, appears quality versus quantity. I mean, yes. this is not as many launch titles as you've seen before, but let's go down uh, the list, talk about the review score, and talk a little bit about uh, why these games stand out, or in some cases don't. Uh, let's start with our darling uh, in the office, oh, uh, uh, Zelda. No, uh, Snifferclips. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I was going to say Snifferclips. Like, so good. Uh, Snifferclips. Let's talk about that. Yeah. So you reviewed it for IGN. Uh, yeah, reviewed it. Gave it an eight. Uh, I really love this game. I had so much fun with it. I played it over a weekend. Uh, I brought it to. I brought my Switch to a movie theater to hang out with friends beforehand. We were at the mall for a little bit and played there, like while getting food. Uh, I brought it like on the train, play with friends. Uh, played at a diner like it works all out in the world you can play it easily but also works just as much fun at home on the couch with three or four friends yeah and i love that accessibility of it like it is such a simple game but it's so smart and clever and weird in its puzzle Mm -hmm. design Mm -hmm. um and so i like i could not recommend this game enough as like your second launch game because zelda is obviously your first yeah i'd like you should get snipper clips especially if you have two to four people to play with Yeah. yeah And which, like, the cool thing about that is, like, the way the system's designed is that you automatically have you the have controller yeah. sitting there. I feel like in the way Zelda really leans into that sort of personal adventure of Link with his, like, Sheikah Slate yeah. and you with your Switch, like, there's mm-hmm. this very mirror effect there, which I mm-hmm. really yeah. enjoy. Um, Snipperclips does that for sort of, like, fun, lighthearted multiplayer stuff. Yeah. yeah. I, it's the first time I've ever gone from, like, giggling laughing out loud to yelling at my wife I need you to be a triangle <laughs> like it's just one of those things the where neighbors are like what's well, going yeah, on like, with what? that's a weird fight you're saying the weirdest things to your friends I'm like yeah can you uh, jump on my head and then cut a little bit of my bottom off like, like weird things like that what's just, funnier than playing the game is being outside a room people playing the game just yeah. listening in oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm going yeah. to cut you and you're like wait what that's not yeah, a good and thing and so if you don't know a lot about the game it's basically a puzzle game uh, sort of yeah. where you play as these two to four characters 
characters that are shaped and they're sort of like they kind of like lean into the shape and color of your Joy Cons a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you know, yeah. it kind of echoes that. And uh you can cut each other into pieces, jump on each other and uh solve a series of sort of different singular puzzles that yeah. never really get solved the same way twice. And I love it because there are so many different types. Like one is obviously like cut yourselves to match a, sh- a certain shape. Yeah. Then another is, hey, this frog is really lonely. Get another frog over to him by navigating him through the world. Yeah, or hey, we're going to totally drop different. a basketball from out yeah. of the sky and you have to get it over to a hoop. And, yeah. you know, you can solve it in a multitude of ways. But what else is interesting about it is you can kind of challenge yourself. Like yep. we were sitting uh, in the middle of a of sort of a, a restaurant joint um, yeah. and uh, with a bunch of friends. I went on vacation and uh, it was just funny because we were trying to do it on one bounce. Like when it falls from the sky, try to uh, grab it, okay. bounce, and then throw it over to the hoop, sort of like an alley-oop. Yeah. Came yeah. close, didn't do it. But it was still one of those things of like, it's a game where you think to yourself, I'd like to try this and yeah. then apply yeah. it. Yeah. And a lot of times you find out you can do the thing that you thought, um, yeah. but you also have to be very creative yes. because you have to think about like, okay, what shape do we need to be in? Yeah. Uh, the funniest thing that happened when I was playing was the four of us uh, were doing a four player puzzle and uh, the room is split in half. So we were the team on the left side of the screen and we were done. Right team, right side had to just finish their job. Is it yeah. the one with the crank? Uh, it was, was something like that. It was yeah. one that was similar to that, but they were sort of struggling with how to do it. And so I just look at my partner and I'm like, well, we got to do something. And so I like cut uh, uh, a shape of her. She looked like the banana from peanut butter jelly time at one point <laughs> because it looked, they, you know, you have the eyes and it's very expressive. Another point, uh, we, we cut each other that she was a circle with a, a pie mouth, like a Pac-Man. And then we snipped the bottom of my snipper clip and it was a ghost and we just kept running back and forth. Oh, that's at one point we just made a heart and we were like, we heart you guys. So yeah. Figure it out over there. Yeah, no, but we awesome. made our own fun while the other side of the board was trying yeah. to finish things up. I think that's a really cool thing is this sort of idle animation stuff or just kind of hanging out. Uh, just like while you're trying to solve a puzzle, you can walk up to your friend and just cut them in half, yeah. cut them into pieces, and you hit a button and you reform. So it's yeah. fun. There's that angle to it. Yeah. But the but, characters have those eyes that are like, yeah. oh no, why'd you do that to me? Or they're, yeah. like, they're really or they even smile. Like, yeah, sometimes yeah. they like it. When they squat, like they look terrifying. Like it's yeah. just, it's really, really fun. I really hope people check this game yeah. out. Yeah. It's 20 bucks single player is like it doesn't work really well, I would talk about for that. Me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like I played all of it also single player and with people mm-hmm. uh, since I was reviewing I just wanted to make sure because it's not that long a game yeah. Yeah. Uh, it is fine as single player but it is like exponentially better with people it's yeah. like Mario Party like you can play it by yourself but why would you yeah yeah, it reminded me a lot of or almost like something like Triforce Heroes, yeah, where yeah, you're yeah. doing a lot of like character switching, yeah. um, and it means that you're missing things like the momentum of two characters running at the same yes. time, which actually I've learned helps a lot with puzzles. Yep. like I'll tell someone to stand on my head and then slowly walk across the room while holding a frog. Yeah. <laughs> a weird <laughs> sentence, but there it is. What this game does, yeah. And I, and I do love. I before launch, I was like, oh, one two switch should have been the pack in game because you see it in the way it's motion based in small mini games. This should this would have been a great pack in game just yeah. to show off the system. Yeah, I, totally I think agree. it would have been the better packing game, yeah. to be honest. No, uh, not yeah. to disparage once you switch, but I feel that Super Clips, you know, kind of lives up to the example of what they want yes. you to do, which okay. is give someone else the controller. And it's also just charming in every way that a Nintendo game would be. Yeah. Uh, interestingly enough, though, um, I also did want to talk about that I wish there were more four-player puzzles, because I sure. feel like that ends really quickly. It does. Um, and it's unfortunate, uh, just given that... You know, the the four that you do are very well thought out, and then you're kind of done. I think it's like 
less than 20 even. Uh, yeah, there, there's I a, forgot the number. There's but. a normal set of, I think, uh, 12 four-player puzzles and then another like eight or so. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like, that are all harder variations. Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, this is the kind of thing uh, I would buy puzzle packs for if they yeah, put out same. one every yeah. couple months. Or one, yeah. yeah, and the interesting thing, lastly, just to round this out, is this game wasn't made 100% by Nintendo. This is a yeah, second yeah. party uh, through uh, an independent developer based on the UK named SFB Games. Yes. Hopefully they're going to start talking a little more about how this happened. When it was shown at GDC several, if not last year, definitely a few years ago, uh, it was called French Shapes, and it didn't have the eyes or, the, or that quirk, but it did have the, the shapely mechanic to it. Hmm. Right. Um, and then sort of cutting out, and, and uh, even some of the puzzles are the same uh, in terms of like the hoops obsession, which this game loves basketball, by the yeah. way. Yeah. It's really yeah. cute. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, no, can't can't recommend that game enough. I think another game uh, that needs a, a big recommendation because I, I see everyone you know losing it over Zelda, and I, I agree. I mean, I reviewed it for the site, and we're going to talk about it later. Not a but bad I game. think not a bad game, but I think sh- uh, quite it, it's a great game. But uh, Shovel Knight uh, uh, yes. Specter of Torment yeah. deserves like a lot more microphone time, I think, than it's getting, and I feel like. That's the problem with launching something as hard as as well done as Zelda, a killer app, if you will, is that it does draw the spotlight from other games. So, Brendan, why don't you kick this off? Uh, we played that a bit uh, for our live stream in the Switch uh, launch team, and yeah. like we only had it for like half an hour. Uh, Damon mm-hmm. and I, I'm just like, can I keep playing? Like, I really want to keep doing this. So, like, <laughs> yeah. like yeah, playing that is such like I played uh, the first one, which was just Shovel Knight before they had the other ones, and yeah. then. Uh, Plague of Shadows, Plague of Shadows uh, yeah. which was a great kind of remix because they kept the same levels, but they remixed how you play with a different mechanics, different jumping, different abilities. And then so with Spectre Torment, you have brand new levels, a brand new story, and a brand new boss fights that like weren't there. Yeah. And the way they they jive so well with what you've known, yeah. but they also give you something like that's great that you can either, if you never played Shovel Knight, this is a great place to start. Yeah, and if you have played it, this is a great remix to go back and and play it again. With yeah, new they're selling lines. it as a standalone game that you can buy for a certain price. And if instead you want to commit to the entire Shovel Knight package, they have that called uh, it's basically oh. called Treasure Trove, mm-hmm. which has uh, Plague of Shadows, the Specter of Torment. It has the original Shovel Knight campaign, which is now called Shovel of Justice, and it will have when it's done uh, the King Knight campaign, which is going to be a free update along with a four player battle mode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. I, I, I completely agree in that like they've redesigned stages and, and the character specifically is what I'm most drawn to. Yeah. Spectre Knight is is so well executed. He has a very unique moveset. It's high skill based yep. because uh, when he's in the air, he can basically slice towards an enemy in diagonals. And so you can either slice diagonally downward or diagonally upward. And you want to use that momentum to reach higher platforms um, on top of him just having, uh, I forgot what they call, I think they call them curios, but these are yeah, these uh, sort of abilities that you'll get based on items that you'll sort of buy in the world. Um, and just like Shovel Knight, they have a very charming marketplace that you can explore. And there are a bunch of secrets and things they don't tell you in that marketplace. Um, there's a lot of charming dialogue. And this character has a tragic past that they hint to in the beginning but the further you get into the game, the more you learn about it. Um, and it's really interesting there as well. Um, very, very, very happy with it so far. And I'm, yeah. I, I kind of, I had to stop playing Zelda, and I'm glad I started playing this. That's yeah. the feeling that uh, it sort of yeah, gave the game, me. The game's excellent. Um, it's, if, if you don't know about Shovel Knight and the way it plays and performs, I mean, I think it combines some of the best aspects of some of the greatest classic franchises of all time stuff yeah. like ducktales mega man mario mm-hmm. 3 zelda all that's in there um and the fact that yacht club just keeps producing fantastic content around <clears> this <throat> core idea 
Um, it makes me go, man, I can't wait to see what they do next. But I'm also like, yeah, don't take your finger off the trigger yet because you're, you're firing, you know, you're doing really, really well. Um, it also looks and plays like gloriously on that, on that, on that switch screen. Yeah. Like we don't have virtual console stuff yet. Uh, arcade archives, which is, uh, a series done by that company hamster, uh, hamster games. You probably saw a really good job with that. Yeah. Yeah. They've been putting a bunch of stuff out on PS4 for a long time. I've got stuff like double dragon and contra on there. Uh, they just launched like six games on the switch shop today. Uh, so that's cool. Were that those SMK, like a uh, Neo Geo Neo games? games? Metal Sug, King yeah. of Fighters, yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Okay, um, cool, cool. A couple other games I'd never really heard of before that, that are interesting. Yeah, I, I, I saw them on the Japanese store and I was like, what is that? Yeah. I didn't know it. But they all still uh, mostly revolved around arcade two-player yeah. concepts, which mm-hmm. makes sense for the platform. Yeah, yeah, so we're starting to see some sort of retro-ish games on there, but Shovel Knight's a, a game that was built to look like it's a retro game, but would be impossible on retro hardware. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's actually built for the ground up for you know current-gen, next-gen, last-gen hardware. Yep. And it looks it looks great uh definitely check that out just awesome action platformer mild rpg elements super yeah, cool game. i mean and the, a brand the, new soundtrack yeah yeah, yeah and a brand new soundtrack, the, soundtrack the, rules. the yeah. salt uh though for for some folks is well i bought shovel Knight on wii u or i bought shovel Knight on 3ds yep. there doesn't appear to be any form of a discount for this um treasure trove is 24.99 yeah. um if you just want the specter of a torment campaign you can just buy that standalone that's so that yeah. that's an option yeah. Yeah. um but i i I'm telling you now, like this, this, this one, this one's really good. Like you, you need to give this game some attention if you haven't. And even if you are burned, well, I bought Shovel Knight already. Like then just get Spectre of Torment, but you yeah. will be satisfied by this game. Yep. I, I'm I, telling you right now. Yeah, I have uh, the original Shovel Knight on my PS4 and PS Vita, mm. uh, but I'm going to buy the whole Treasure Trove package because one, the next expansion coming out, yeah, it'll it'll end up working fine money wise. But also that base game is so good, so good, and yeah. it's uh, like I've been dying to replay it, and this is a great excuse to go through all of the content. Yep, like, yep. yeah. All right, so then uh, let's talk about fa- oh, uh, by the way, uh, Shovel Knight, Spectre of Torment, or the Treasure trove was reviewed on ign it got a nine uh out of ten amazing uh let's talk about fast racing remix which is a uh, rated 7.4 uh by uh cam out on our australian team uh and you know this is a he calls it the love child of like wave uh wipeout uh, wipeout thank you wipeout and uh f-zero and yes. that that is absolutely that mm-hmm. yeah um you know fast pace 20 bucks um you know, came down on basically like the mechanics are really good and they almost have an Ikaruga like sort of feel to them in terms of the application, which I think was a very smart observation. Mm-hmm. Uh, something that's missing though is, you know, time trial isn't there. Uh, some of the online stuff still needs a little work. And the developer though has said, we're doing more. We're going to yeah. put out a free update. We're going to take care of this. But if you're looking for a really good launch game, like racing game, like this, this is the one. I feel like. A game of this style doesn't launch on hardware anymore. Like, no, no, not at all. Yeah. yeah, you and I were talking about dur- that during our launch stream here at IGN uh, when the Switch first launched. Th- this is it was very typical for a very long time to launch a console with some sort of futuristic racing game between and Dynasty Warriors, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and Dynasty Warriors. You get your wipeouts, your extreme Gs, and games like that. And it's yeah. been a while. Um, we, it's also been a long time since we've had like a really. Uh, since we've had a straight up F Zero game, mm-hmm. you know, like it just hasn't happened in a very long time. So this is sort of servicing both those needs, um, and I really like it. The package itself is a little bare bones, mm-hmm. but in terms of like a twenty dollar game, um, it's definitely one of the prettiest games on Switch. Looks, again, looks really good on that yep. screen. Sixty frames yeah. per second and all that. Yeah, in motion, yeah. it's really fast, really yep. fluid and beautiful. Um, one thing that's really weird is 
the rumble in this game is mm-hmm. like through the roof. <laughs> so I hope that's one of those things like they give you an, an option. Rumble. Yeah. It's like it, it's great. <laughs> Ice cubes it, are getting clocked. <laughs> it feels like you're holding a steering wheel. Like I drove a dune yeah. buggy for a video shoot the other day and it was less shittery than this thing. But I do love it. I really, really like yeah, this game. Yeah. Yeah. And it's cool to just pop in, do a couple quick races between things. Like when you're playing the Switch in handheld mode, I think the games like this, games like Snipper Clips, um, they, they really shine where you can just yeah. pop yeah. in and play through a track real quick so yeah i'd love more time trials more stuff that's kind of yeah. like shorter you know piecemeal yeah, and some of their course designs are fantastic like there's this one called iceland that it was uh it was in the dlc pack for uh f- for this game but it is such a spiritual successor to like big blue and yeah. and, and you're able to basically drive around what is essentially a cylinder and they have all of these hazards and crazy things and sometimes your mind is just like where am i right now and yeah where am i going to get off of this thing because there is a jump there's a nasty jump at the end of it that if you come off at the wrong angle you are going headfirst into a yep. wall <laughs> and uh you it really just bends your brain to see it in action and to sort of figure it out and there are plenty of courses with that idea or some even in the rain that it just blows your mind that it is still doing all of those things that it is doing and, and and, and they brought back the does. the announcer from F Zero. That's right. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of like very F Zero inspired courses on totally, there. Totally, totally. Like, and I, I really dig that. Yeah, I mean, it's missing the sort of that goofy charm of like you can see like Samurai Goro or one of those <laughs> other weird guys. Yeah, it definitely is missing yeah. personality. And I think that when you crash too, I feel like it just it feels like it comes too much to a standstill, and that it's not like this flashy explosion. Yep. It's just sort of a your your ship just falling over with no real damage. And I feel like that's yeah. something that I wish were improved in this version but of course you know regardless you're still getting a solid game uh, under the hood and that's that's the most important thing yeah it's basically like an up port of the wii version of the wii u version it looks better it's got all the dlc tracks plus a few extra yeah yeah no it's a good it's definitely a good package yeah uh so there's also uh i am setsuna which is a 7.5 now i have not spent a ton of time with this game but this is basically uh sort of your chrono trigger inspired follow-up years later um, but it tells a very uh, sort of a, a very emotional story about sacrifice, and you see, um, you know, Square RPGs tackle this in some lighthearted measure. I feel, but it's never something that's sort of gut wrenching and sort of difficult to watch as these characters are kind of walking towards what can be considered an impending doom. Um, the time I've put in, what did I like? Because it is very. It, it just brings back that nostalgic feel of Chrono Trigger. It is not as excellent, though. I feel like Chrono Trigger is this game that, when it happened, it blew all of our minds. And mm-hmm. what always made me sad, though, is that um, it was never followed up on yeah. in, in a way that represented what the original was. I mean, you got Chrono Cross, but it did, in no way really played like that original game. Um, and so this is coming from a t- smaller team at Square. The big difference on, on Switch is that instead of a 60 frames per second game, you're getting a 30 frames per second game, if you care about that. But outside of that, a very, very solid RPG to check out. And uh, I'm hoping to put more time into to see if it, it'll, it'll grab or, or catch me. And I guess there's one more game we haven't uh, talked about in the recommended pile. But let, let's go to the not recommended pile first or just eh, recommended pile. Uh, Super Bomberman R. So sad uh, to hear about that. Yeah, yeah. 6.2 uh, on IGN, deemed okay. Yeah. Um, ultimately, not not fully featured and not feeling as complete as, say, a Bomberman game from 10 years ago, Yeah, which is kind of sad. It's totally fine. Like, it's a totally... It's, that's you don't have it. fine on our scale. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't review games. 4.3 <laughs> okay. is fine now. Yeah. Uh, I think the the problem with uh, with with this game is that it's it's actually 
it's difficult to line up your bombs. Mm. Like the very fundamental thing that like Bomberman back in the day as a 16-bit game was you knew exactly where you were putting a bomb down. It was grid-based. you know. Mm-hmm. You're, and here, uh, the way the 3D angle is sort of set up, this mm-hmm. aerial sort of like top-down, almost three-fourths angle, mm-hmm. um, it makes it kind of difficult to actually tell what's going on. Okay. The art direction, I think, clouds that view even more mm-hmm. where you can't really tell sometimes what is a, a bombable object, what is an environmental object, mm-hmm. what is an enemy. Um, it's just... They didn't really nail the art direction. That said, I'm happy to see Bomberman back. I played some rounds of single player, and it's it's totally serviceable. Uh, multiplayer is actually kind of fun if you can, mm-hmm. since you're all kind of on the same page. Mm-hmm. I think the major problem here is that it's $50. If yeah. it was half the price, I'd have a much easier time recommending it. Um, if you really have $50 burning a hole in your pocket, like, I don't know, give it to charity. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone else on Bomberman? Just anything else to weigh in? I think I'd probably have to wait until like when the price drops, mm-hmm. hopefully, at yeah, some yeah. point, and then just, you know, check it out i really love barman growing up like even 64 wasn't the greatest one but like they had a good way of dealing with like this 3d space of like let's make this these spherical blasts and that changed how battles work too because you could then go like okay if i like charge up my bomb it'll be bigger but i know where it's gonna hit so now if you had this like we're top down but we're also kind of not showing you everything like that doesn't really feel the same way like they should have gone one way or the other full stop and not yeah. mm-hmm. did you this. did you see oddly they just launched that game on the wii u virtual console uh this week oh yeah oh, wow. bomberman 64 yeah no it's they're like, not Bomberman's gone. back oh he's uh, really back yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. he's way he's on the days. last platform he's so far yeah. back <laughs> okay so uh, uh there's also a one two switch which uh yeah. got a 6.8 uh do you yeah. want to lead on that like, uh sure well so yeah. i had actually uh played a bit with alana while she was uh, uh researching for the yeah yeah yeah, (laughs) Uh, and it was just it it was a very fun experience Mm -hmm. playing it but i think it was fun because of the group we had uh because we were all together at a house drinking a little like it was the surroundings of the game now granted the game made that fun and some of the mini games are ridiculous i think it's counting on that yeah it's counting on the ridiculousness of of trying to have fun with some of what it is for sure but then there's also the problem of this is a game that it's it's built as a party game you can't really play it at parties because half of the games are sound based Mm. So if you need to listen for the sound, like there's a baseball mini game where you have to hear when the ball is going. Yeah, or even quick draw, ball. like yeah, fire. Quick yeah. draw too. It's your party has to be silent, mm. which is not the greatest way to conduct a party when you're like, hey, shut the music off. <laughs> we need to play this game. Like it, it doesn't really work super well. And a lot of them, the excitement of it wears out like very quickly. Okay. Do you have any uh, sort of one-two switch games that you would recommend? Because obviously we know Ball Count was one that yeah. like, okay, this really demonstrates technology in terms of what uh, the Joy-Con HD Rumble is all about, you yeah. know, and sort of, and I, I finally got to play uh, Safe Cracker. That was another one where I was like, oh man, do, do, how could that possibly work? And you can turn it all you want, but until you find that different tumbler and yeah. you feel that, that different vibration, you're like, oh, okay, it's that one. And then you hold yeah. and wait, and then if you got that one right, you move on to the next digit yeah. to try and crack a safe. Yeah, there are definitely few interesting ones and i think safecracker and uh, ball count are both among them mm-hmm. uh i do th- quick draw is really fun and it's also so quick that yeah, you can yeah. play 10 of them in a few minutes uh, the one that i have had the most fun playing because of how ridiculous it is is milk okay and yeah. i want to keep going back and playing that every few days just because it's <laughs> so dumb to stare at someone while you're milking a fake cow yeah, okay. uh today it's gonna be on our snapchat uh soon in a few days okay. uh, i milked with a real farmer 
Okay, who won? Against each other. Uh, you can find out by going to our oh, but And I know that he was also on Up Yeah, he did Up and Noon, and we yeah. interviewed an actual dairy farmer and yeah. asked him sort of how realistic this game is. Yeah. Uh, where did um, he fall? Long story short, and I won't spoil it, uh, he said that the way you're yanking on those teats would imply that the cow has basically three-foot-long teats. Yep. <laughs> okay. And you really want short little yanks, and yeah. he's doing like a real deep, well, yeah. you know. Yeah. It was not right. the surgeon simulator of... Yep. Yeah. No. no. Not at all. But it was really funny actually playing with him because he snapped into like his actual mode of milking so he was using both hands even though it's only the one hand game he just went into it for both because right. he's like that's how his motion is yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like, oh wow so it, it was somewhat weirdly yeah, accurate yeah, yeah. but then yeah then it is a three foot long teed which is okay weird. yeah i think there are some there's really new, yeah there's some really fun sort of isolated moments in this yes. game yeah but my disappointment in this game outside of the fact that i really think it should have just been packed in yeah. see I, i'm gonna push back on that one because i don't think it should have but i'll let you finish um yeah. is that this game is lacking uh, a sort of discernible hub or connection. Mm, yeah. I agree with that. I agree. I look that. at the way like Wii Sports is or Mario Party or Wii Sports Resort yeah. and yeah. you sort of feel like um, there's rules there. There's like a, something keeping score. There's yeah. like yeah. Yeah. progress being carried over from game to game. You have an avatar. Like yeah. this game is just sort of just like make it up as you go and that's why yeah. i don't want it as the pack-in like i don't feel like it is one of nintendo's stronger software experiences right. i feel like if this were the packing game it sends a bunch of weird messages one is a two-player at most game like there are very few games on there that are that are single player based you need a second person in the room right. just to unlock most of the games that are in there uh secondly i don't feel that we sports was a game about demonstrating the way that we remote was supposed to work and but you also got a good game in there. You also yeah. got yeah. something you can yeah. play by yourself. Yeah. You also yeah. got something that kept score that felt like a Nintendo experience. This thing has a few moments where it is that and a lot of moments where I didn't think it was that or where it felt very, very odd. Um, so I, guess I, I, I feel like Snipper Clips is, is the better like, I agree with software. That. Yeah. I feel I like it is that. something that embodies what the Switch is, that can be played as a single player and is okay. Just like playing Wii Sports by yourself was okay. But then it is infinitely better with a second person in the room or with right. four people in the room if you yeah. want to play together. So you're saying you don't, you don't think that one, two, switch should be included because it's like, it's not, it's not strong enough. I don't think it was. I think I'm yeah. with you on that. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, also, it actually, yeah. it feels on like probably even under like we play levels. Yeah. Right? That's what, I, that's what like, worries me a little bit too. It feels yeah. very, we play in a lot of ways. You no, were going to say something. I was, I was yeah. going to say, I also, I a hundred percent agree that snipper clips should have been a pack in over one, two switch. Yeah. I also think one, two switch should have been max $30. That yeah, this is a fifty dollars package is crazy, yeah. especially that there is no game surrounding the mini games. There is there is a uh, mode where you can sort of do a weird board game thing where you yeah. pass back and forth and it moves across. But other than that, there's very little to it that feels like a meta game to keeping score. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. It, it 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 doesn't really keep a longevity for that title. It's a like a party toy, basically. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's um, yeah, and and I think that uh, at the end of the day, Nintendo, when they pack in software, they wanted to hit a certain quality standard. I think they wanted to hit a certain message about, you know, not just the platform, but what what's capable. And I think while this yeah. thing does demonstrate a lot of things about the the Switch as a whole, yeah, yeah, I, I I'm a little off put by it. It is wacky fun, and the most fun thing for me was watching the groups that would form whenever you pulled that thing out in the building. Um, like especially what's the one with the treasure chest that everyone I went think it's just called for? treasure chest okay that yeah there's one where you are yeah. you're taking a, a, <laughs> a, a, a Joy-Con uh, one in each in each controller it's a competitive game and you are spinning it and moving it around to try and undo a 
chain that is wrapped around it on screen. So you have to change direction a lot. You have to find different way. And you have to do it before the person next to you. It feels like something ripped out of like the, like a double dare, like some kind of kids like like face off show. Yeah, I feel like that is the kind of like software they need more of. Yeah. Um, versus you know dancing gorillas while cute in theory. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't like know the sword about that. fight also, game. Yeah. But that's yeah. I like swords. Yeah, the sword fight thing. I, I I didn't even want to go near the table tennis one. I thought was cool because you are playing with sound, but it's still it, you're at a party. That that's a problem. Yeah, right? yeah. Well, and one thing uh, that I do like about this game that has nothing to do with the game play mm-hmm. is the aesthetic of it all. Yeah, it's a weird like minimalist Wes Anderson vibe. Like there's this little <laughs> mini movie before every game. Yeah. where it shows you and it's all like a single color palette. And they clearly know this is weird. Like yeah, the actors, it's very are, surreal. It's very odd. Like I kind of was. I wish Wes Anderson had directed all of these. It feels like if they took an extra step, it would have been hilarious. It would have been so much darker. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. like the milk. Yeah. The, the, none of the people would have been smiling. And yeah, dark. that's very true. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, so I guess we should take. Uh, we've gone for a while, but let, let's give this ten minutes and talk about that other little uh, <sighs> game that came out. Um, some just dance, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I mean, what's so, your favorite song? My oh man, yeah, really? I didn't know uh, that was uh, no. That wasn't uh, just dance, like twenty. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you know that, uh, the Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, yes. uh, is a ten out of ten game on IGN. Now that means masterpiece. Yes. One thing ten out of ten does not mean it does not mean perfect. Uh, if anything, there is no such thing as a flawless or perfect game. But there is something to be said about a game that finds uh, a unique way to use an existing genre and build on it and and not just meet but exceed your wildest expectations. And I felt like this was a review I I lost a lot of sleep over, not just in terms of playing it, but even thinking about it. Where, like, how many times did I corner like you and be like, I, I just don't know? Like, I feel like. Maybe I should pull some some of the score back because I'm just like, well, there are some performance issues to think yeah. about. There are some frame rate drops here and there. But every time I picked the game back up and played, it was a reminder of everything, every reason why it deserved that score yeah. and why also, I felt so strongly. You look at the the launch day scores and you were not, it's not like you were, you're out there on alone. your own. Yeah, yeah, no. Like, and that, that's Many, what, many people walked out of that scenario being like, yeah, that's... Yeah, yes. and that's the fear. Like, of course, like, uh, you know, as, as editorial goes, some folks know folks at other editorial outlets, but when you're on a review, you're not asking people what they think. Like, that's up to you. Right. It's yeah. your yeah. job. We also don't just dole out 10s here at IGN. Uh, we gave a 10 to Skyward Sword, but that was written by a different reviewer. You were actually writing for 1UP at the time. You gave it a B-. minus. B, yeah, no, B+. Plus. B plus. Uh, yeah, yeah, B+, plus, but still in that ballpark of... Yeah. There are some flaws here to be aware of, sure. but yeah. um, there there is also a, an execution that does sort of live up to the Zelda standard. Um, and we're not going to spoil story here because no, no, we're no. not trying to do that, but let's talk about Breath of the Wild. I will yeah. say uh, real quick that I imagined I would connect with this game. I knew I would love this game. Mm-hmm. I had no idea I would love it the way I love it. <laughs> That's how I, mean, I feel. This, this <laughs> yeah. is, to me, this is... It, this is how I felt playing Mario 64. This is mm. how I felt playing Link to the Past or Super Metroid. This is one of those sort of tentpole things that not only changes the way um, I understand the franchise it came from, but I think will change the way that people create games like it for a very long time. Mm-hmm. I think it's set, not that it's set the bar to new heights for open world games, but I think it's trying things in such a unique and magical way that uh, other open world games are going to feel 
shallow in, in many ways. I had just come off of Horizon. I put about 50 hours in that yeah. game. Absolutely adore that game. Yeah, great Zel- game. Yeah. Zelda great. is just on a different level than it. And yeah. I, you know, don't no disrespect to Horizon. I will no. scream from the rafters about yeah, that. Yeah, this, this ain't that kind of show. Uh, no, I agree. This is a year we're getting a new Red Dead Redemption from Rockstar, the mm-hmm. kings of open world games. This is a year where we might get a new, who knows, a new Assassin's Creed. Yep, yep, we're getting yep. a new Mass Effect. There's a lot of big, big, grandiose games coming. I think that at the end of the year when we look back at this year, it's Zelda we won't be able to shut up about. That's the thing, too. Like, not only will we not shut up about it, like, I can't help but feel like this was almost like the highlight of a career. Because, like, I, I, I was on the Skyward Sword train, like, what five six years ago whatever spirit it was. tracks had the track uh, yeah thanks um i was on that too uh but i didn't review that uh but um i i was blown away by the level of execution and it's not so much that you know nintendo reinvented open world because i feel that that's a little too much but i do think that uh what they did manage to do within that genre by eliminating boundaries and by just placing little mysteries all over the map and going Hmm, that's curious. What's in that direction? Yeah, and then you yeah. wandering into that's, things that you never expected to happen. Or I mean, you're writing the guys. Like, yeah, what is, what, yeah. What, what is that like for you, Brendan? Like, it's, where does this fall? I've seen a quote going around uh, that I wholeheartedly agree with. As uh, I thought, I was tired of open world games. I was just tired of bland open world games. Mm. And there have been a lot that I played. You know, Horizon was not bland. No, mm. um, but I played a couple like Mirrors Edge tried to go open world, and it was just a paint by numbers like. Let's throw in a bunch of collectibles for no real reason. Let's hide missions in these self-contained things. Let's you can go anywhere, but you really can't go anywhere until you get this one thing. And like having that all blown away and being told to write a guide, which is okay, go get them. Um, everything is wherever you want to go, and having a world that kind of like it doesn't always lead you where you want where you want to go or where you need to go. It'll it's, lead you into trouble. It'll lead you into trouble. Anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you can take a couple cues, like like the whole towers like you know since assassin's creed we've always had towers in open world games as like the okay you've got the tower here's everything around you and zelda it's like here's a tower now look around yeah actually look and you'll see things of like okay there's a shrine that's a path i think that's a stable i'll go there first and then you just glide down and like there's this very there's this very like strong notion of being like uh, like a kid in the woods mm-hmm. in this game or yeah, like yeah. going hiking or like mm-hmm. get, going to a foreign country by yourself for the first time. Like yeah. there's this idea that like I'm somewhere I've never been and it's mysterious and dangerous and I don't know what to expect yet. And I don't think that this game exceeds all of our expectations and, 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 and triumphs because of what it adds to open world games. I think it works because of what it doesn't do as a Zelda game. Mm-hmm. The things you expect from Zelda games that it takes away, which again, I will not spoil, but there are so many tropes now that we have come to expect. Every beat, every single thing, it's exactly yeah. the same. The start of this game, they're like, collect three things, and you're like, here we go again. Mm-hmm. All of that gets thrown out the window. All the things that you sort of go to expect from Zelda games, the the, wep- the items, pro- weapon progression, Yeah, the puzzles, typical progression. All of yeah, that. To even the things that are mm-hmm. iconic with this series yep. and that are very much uh woven into the fabric of what Zelda is as, yeah. as a franchise. Yeah, it all gets um, just this, very much This game just says, yeah. whatever, we'll do it live. I and kept like, waiting for that, that moment where we're like, okay, here we go. I got to do that thing that's in every other game. Never happened. Yeah. 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 And like, even after like, beating the game, I'm still fine. Like, wait, you can do this? Or like, what has this been doing there? I've never found this. And like, mm-hmm. the amount of mystery that is still there, like... I, I just checked my Nintendo account because I didn't link it before because when I got the guide, yeah. I was on the, the pre-release Switch whatever. I finally linked it. 
I have to look at my uh, my personal. So you got switch. to see play activity. So I got to see my play activity. 130 hours and still and going. How, and the guy's not done. What's guy's, your uh, what's your percentage on the game? I'm not going to talk about. Oh, talk about that. <laughs> I, yeah. I think that's fascinating. You want me to talk about that? Yeah. Yeah. Say, yeah. say the number. Uh, so yeah, there's a completion percentage you can check. Uh, uh, when, don't say when. Just say, say you just can say check. how much. Yeah, I'm at 15. percent yeah. That's scary. <laughs> yeah, that's yes. terrifying. Yeah. Uh, so this is the game that you're, we're going to be coming back to for for maybe the rest of our lives. Yeah, possibly. Well, like, well, and the thing is, like, uh, I'm just no, going to yeah. say this last thing, and I definitely want to turn it over to you because I want to hear what you think about this other game. Um, even playing 70 hours, like I did before I went on vacation, watching Reddit and and Neil Gaff like consume this game, seeing them make discoveries I never made in yeah, the yeah. amount of time I had. And I'm just like, it's 70 hours, guys. Yeah, like, that is not, crazy. that's not anything to sneeze at. And I know, like, you know, some Skyrim fans will be like, oh, well, try, call me back at 500. <laughs> I might be able to yeah, do that. Yeah, I think yeah. there's a strong chance I can call you back about yeah. that. Uh, talk about that, though. Uh, Zelda, Zelda. No, yeah, so I'm, I just am off the Great Plateau, so I'm very early on in the game. Um, it feels like uh, the promise of the, my favorite Zelda is Wind Waker. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it feels like the promise of that game and the promise of the original game redefined in this way I never thought possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And th- we, uh, you and I attended a panel, uh, Jose, uh, at GDC where they talked about the origins of this game and a lot of it is based in those two games specifically. They yeah. even had a 2D prototype that was sort of like the original Zelda yep, where they tested right. out uh, Breath of the Wild. Really? Can I play that 2D prototype? Uh, I would love them to release that. Yeah. That thing would do gangbusters. Yeah. But People would buy it. It feels like that I have not hit the point uh, that sort of Brian you were talking to where th- that love of it in that way and I think that it hit you. I I'm, I adore it so far and I'm absolutely I can't stop playing and I yeah. even while I'm at work I'm thinking about like going back to it. It hasn't hit me as I'm playing it where I'm like I'm loving this game necessarily yeah. but when I'm away from it I just want to go back to it. And I, well, I yeah. And, and it is this weird thing of I think it is exceptional at, oh, I see a little thing off in the distance. I was going to stop playing, but what's 20 more minutes for me to go explore? And then an hour later, yeah. I need to go to bed. It's 3 in the morning. Yeah. The hour is <laughs> Since last Friday, my plan has been get home, start playing. Yeah. Oops, it's midnight. Yeah. That's it. I mean, I fit eating in there somewhere, my but not are, much. Oops, it's midnight. Yeah. When and, are you getting thin? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on that Zelda diet. Yeah. Um, so I think that like what really, really shines about this game, aside from it, like sort of having some elements of some of my favorite games, so sort of uh, some of the, the Souls games are in there. Uh, there's elements of the Witness in yes. there. Mm-hmm. Um, there's Far Cry-ish stuff yeah. in there. Uh, totally. But it's, it's Zelda through and through. Yeah. And where a lot of video games sort of feel like I compare things a lot to sort of like rides at theme parks, right? And I think that like when you go to Disney, there's a magic to things. Yeah. There's animatronics, there's like lasers and light shows, and there's there's just like a magic to that. And whereas you go to like Six Flags Great America or like California Extreme, they're like, it's the Top Gun ride, and there's like a picture of a jet on the wall. <laughs> yeah. Like a lot of other games just sort of miss that sort of Disney yeah. magic, which I think Nintendo does exceedingly well. But what I really, really love about this game is talking to people about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like every single person is playing completely differently than me. Yeah. And, you know, I have like three or four friends now who are like 30, 40 hours in. Um, and each one of us is that deep into the game and have done completely different things. I have not stepped foot into you know, a sort of story beat boss type dungeon type thing yet. Yeah. Yet. Well, they do a great job of spacing that stuff out too. Yeah. Like it's not something when you are given direction, it's not something that is necessarily within the next mile. Yeah. You yeah. know? And so you're, you're kind of encouraged to find your way there 
and along the way you end up wandering into all of these little yeah. encounters yeah. or you end up you know rescuing an NPC or you end up even the, the dialogue is charmingly written like every yeah. time I felt like I took on a subquest and like it you, was something cute there are riddles riddles that this game you've seen me you. play the original we'll Legend of Zelda yeah, yeah. for the NES and it's like what, one of the things I do in the original Zelda one of my favorite games of all time is uh, I get as many heart containers as I can before I go in the first dungeon mm-hmm. I get as much rupees as I can I get the get blue that white armor. sword I get yeah. the really good sword <laughs> I max out everything I get bombs arrows get just look awesome and then roll in like what's up and i'm gonna roll into the first dungeon in this game having seen i can't wait till you do the first dungeon like (laughs) we have to have a conversation yeah it's gonna be awesome just about uh what they did in dungeons and i i hate bringing it up and not talking about it but yeah yeah. i need to respect that the listener probably hasn't seen this i mean obviously you haven't seen this (laughs) yeah i'm 30 you you have 35 40 hours in and i haven't done a dungeon dungeon. that's the zelda game that we're playing right yeah but and you have done shrines and you're satisfied by them despite them being shorter despite them being different i did a ton um, i looked up the number i did and then i said oh i probably i'm probably almost done and then i heard from brennan the amount that are actually in this game and i was like are you kidding me yeah uh, no, which so, i love this game will be the game i play for yeah the rest of and the i again yeah, no spoilers yeah. um i completely adore this game yeah, like yeah. i i think that like it's, it's it's hard like you'd have to like it'd be very difficult for me to come up with a list of legitimate gripes i have about this game yeah i, I kept waiting to find that one gripe i'm like 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 i said like that like oh here's that one thing like even just like from like a technical like the frame rate things like oh man it's gonna be so bad like, i have a few I, I can fill it in for you there's if you want. like you know yeah i've, I've had like gripes and nothing goes like oh man i can't i'm, I'm dreading this. See, this this is the part though where I, I i you know and i mentioned gripes in the review too and and we ran into the the typical problem that comes with the 10 mm-hmm. of like well this has to be perfect and you know i don't want to i don't want to call people out on the show because i think that uh that's not okay uh but what i'm coming I will, for you though yeah you have I'm, a list of names yeah i have right a list of names right here that's it right um, there no we but, saw we saw but, but what i will say is that um i think <laughs> you can you can be a masterpiece and not perfect every stroke yeah, yeah. you know like you can you know make mistakes and in zelda's case i feel like for example um this, this game very much embodies what is so special about switch it is the you know uh, a console that you play at home and then when you're leaving you pull that thing out and that comes with you and that it doesn't it sound like perfectly. much yeah. it doesn't sound like much but it will blow your mind i tweeted about this it. the other day but so I, I stayed up all monday night playing uh zelda on my switch yeah. in yeah. console mode docked on the tv uh tuesday morning i woke up and i had to fly to pismo beach for a video shoot yep. um i got to the airport and my flight was delayed by 90 minutes and i was like oh great pulled out my nintendo zelda. switch started playing <laughs> zelda yeah. i have a battery pack with me so i could charge to go yeah it's a rav battery battery pack but here's the thing like so it's perfect for that but no use of the touchscreen whatsoever and we're talking about one of the most sophisticated touchscreens nintendo has done outside of naming your horse with that touchscreen yeah you are doing jack with it is that really the only thing that is the only thing you can do and that's more than a wii u is huge i don't think a wii u owner even when you're running it just in in 480p on the gamepad can peck out the the horse name you actually still have to go through and select it at least based on uh, the limited experience i've had so i had a gripe with that obviously the frame rate drops uh mm-hmm. that happen randomly that don't appear to be effect driven sometimes but yet happen sometimes for for no rhyme or reason and you kind of wonder well what happened there uh you look at some of the long sight lines in this game though and you forgive it it's also a momentary drop that it comes and it goes yeah uh i had an issue with uh some motion puzzles which i will leave it at that there is yeah. uh, a handful small handful that i've encountered in the game um and yet this is probably one of the best designed video games I've yeah. ever played. And this is easily something we'll be talking about four years from now yeah. as like 
do you remember what what happened with Zelda when when it came out on Switch um and and why that was so special like we're talking like Ocarina of Time magic here we're talking yeah. original legend of zelda or a link to the past here from now yeah <laughs> yeah uh we're, we're we're working on a spoiler cast i i actually i'm glad you mentioned that because some folks on twitter have asked uh it's one of those things that i honestly just want to respect folks and give it some time yeah. before we go and do that um will we yes when Check your local listing. We'll talk about it at some point. <laughs> I think you're right. And uh, Brian, you said also, it's, there is a magic to this game. Yeah. And yeah. it is it, like moment to moment, even though I'm only three, four hours in, I feel it all. Yeah. And it's not just nostalgia. I mean, Dan yeah. doesn't give a hoot about a Zelda game. And Dan Stapleton, who can be one of the biggest curmudgeons in the building, yeah. <laughs> loves this game. Like, and I love you, Dan. If you're listening, I'm sorry I called you a curmudgeon. All right. Let's move on to round three because then we got to kick it off over to Naomi. Uh, so. Switch has been a positive reception so far, but there have been some issues, and we're going to talk about some of the reported issues so far that folks are talking about, um, and just kind of point you, if you're, if you're someone wondering, well, is this happening to me too? In some cases, it may be happening to you as well, uh, and it's not something that's common. Number one, uh, screen scratches potentially from the dock. Now, this one uh, has sent some folks off a cliff. It started with uh, a report uh, in Glixel. Yes, uh, good yeah. friends, uh, John Davison, have been on the show. Um, and basically screen crashes, scratches that are happening on the bezel of the unit. Um, I haven't seen an example of it on the screen itself per se, but folks are attributing it to sliding it in and out of the dock. And, uh, it's interesting because there is a case to be made that it could be, and there's a case to be made that it isn't. Uh, so in the case that it could be, uh, if you check your dock out, it might be slightly pinched. Yeah. So it looks like on the way in, you can accidentally nick a corner and scratch something you're not supposed to. Uh, but then I've seen videos where someone just like ramming it in and out and then takes it out, shows it at the camera. Not a scratch on it. Some rubber, some like uh, contact points uh, where you see the, the rubber pads that are inside the dock have hit and have kind of rubbed against yeah. aggressively, but that's it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very a weird odd. one. Yeah. Uh, pinched yeah. is a good way to describe it. You can look at yours at home now or wherever it is. Um, people have done stuff like put books in there. I did that last night out of, out of like a little bit of hesitation because I haven't bought yeah. a, screen, a screen protector for my So, yeah, yeah, mine, I'm just, I've been kind of paranoid about it. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's like, to me, it's an odd design because if you look at the Wii U gamepad, it kind of perched on this little uh, slanted yeah. hinge that... Yeah. Uh, charged it or you know everything mm-hmm. it needed to do was done right there um so it's odd that nintendo would make this thing that now is basically works as a shield in front of the dock i think that was part of the thinking i think it is very much a shield for and also a very firm you're not looking at this screen this isn't wii u where that second screen does something that screen is off for a reason because oh, they don't want you distracted by it i didn't think about yeah, it. yeah i think yeah. that's the reason why yeah. the cover I'm, comes up as high as it does you're totally yeah. right because it's only meant to when you drop it in it just shows you the battery indicator in the top left yeah. just showing you it's charging and you're good um and it's interesting because some folks misreported that well the dock was taken off the site the, the dock actually wasn't you can find it right now uh um so it's very strange uh folks are still testing this issue to figure out what it is in the meantime etsy has done what etsy always does it decided <laughs> to get creative uh and you can buy uh these microfiber cloth covers for that front part uh folks are selling them for like 15 bucks and they have patterns like the uh the story sequences from wind waker or a bunch of pokemon balls or like you can get all these little like different artsy configurations oh, that's really cute i'm gonna yeah. go buy one of those so yeah check, check those out they almost fit like little snuggies 
another potential issue, though, is a weak Wi-Fi antenna, yeah. which this, and, this yeah. has hit some folks in the office. Yeah, Andrew, and, and I've heard part. Damon as well. Oh, really? Okay. It hit me as well at home. Yeah, oh, and you as well. So talk about this a little bit. So basically not getting full signal strength even though you're home. Yeah, I was home, and my Wi-Fi thing was like right around the corner mm-hmm. from me, from my cause I have my computer desk. Mm-hmm. So I was like checking and just like not connected. Try again, not connected, and just like, is it on? Is it? I think it's on. And then like three times so later, it wouldn't find your network. It at wouldn't all. find network, and okay. then finally did it. Once it did it, it was pretty stable. Yeah, um, but just like it was weird. Like I went, didn't know how much closer I had to be, mm-hmm. and there was no obstructions. Nothing else is going off crazy. Yeah. I don't know what it was. You have a lot of wireless devices at home, like a uh, couple, because that seems to be part of what people are attributing to the the issue being that if your network is crowded um, for whatever reason, this thing. It, it also sounds like uh, the the radio that they're using, uh, first of all, has been used in other products, mm-hmm. and those other products didn't have great Wi-Fi reception either. Right. Um, I think uh, I saw a gaff post point to an HTC One, but don't. Take that for one hundred percent, but some folks were were sort of speculating on what that could mean. Yeah, I've never gotten more than two out of three bars in this thing. Same in the office, um, but we're we're notorious for bad Wi Fi yeah. for the most part. But same thing, at, same at thing at home for me. Okay, um, so then that's that. That you said, go. like I was able to connect to office Wi Fi here very quickly just mm-hmm. now. Uh, downloaded yeah. uh, Master Blaster like literally in the five minutes I was waiting to come in to do the show. Okay. Um, so it works. I think that right now it's not an issue because we're just downloading games. If yeah. it comes to playing online Splatoon or Mario Kart, that's yeah, where not I heard Marman yeah. was kind of shaky like that. I don't know if it was the game or if it was the Wi-Fi. Interesting. Just, well, yeah. and also if one day they've talked about streaming services will likely come to the system in time. Mm-hmm. Who knows how much the streaming will be affected. Yeah, and how much it affects the quality of the video. Yeah. yeah, that's an issue. And definitely you have a Splatoon test fire coming up, which, yeah. if anything, I think everyone will be watching this very carefully because now you're promising eight players in multiplayer plus two to spectate, um, and you're able to uh, link up up to eight switches for, for gameplay in general. But if everyone's dropping out of a match, too early to tell how worried we should be, but definitely yeah. the signs are there to be slightly concerned. Um which honestly sucks. Uh, yeah. We'll see where this goes or if there's a software update that can somehow help or or if it's just a placement of the technology that's in the unit. Yeah, I think it's hard for a lot of people to notice right now because you probably didn't download Zelda. It's the biggest game that you can download. It's 13 gigs. Mm-hmm. Everything else is pretty small and uh, something you'll be able to fly through pretty quickly. Uh, Goldfarb specifically, Andrew Goldfarb, a uh, friend of the show here, said that he actually took the, it took him the entire night. night yeah, so Two he, nights to get Zelda. Two nights. Yeah, it took, he, last night it just finished uh, in the middle of the night for him but yeah he and he was having a ton of connection issues yeah as well some worse than others but still something to watch out for yeah i hope they they figure out something for this because uh that's going to be a problem down the line like i yeah. said right now not that big of a deal but it's it's going to suck later i'm, I'm glad you framed it that way because another thing that's going to be a problem down the line and isn't a problem right now is that save data uh information is bound to your console right now this yeah. is this is a weird this is a this is such a weird miss uh for for nintendo to me um, so if you go on Nintendo's uh, support site right now, they sort of define to you the game data is stored on the console system memory. Uh, this will not change whether downloadable software or software from a game card is being played. So even if you're using a cartridge, you're not saving to the cartridge anymore, which is in one way good because then I could be like when I'm done with Zelda in the year 2020, <laughs> I can hand it to uh, to a friend or to a significant other and be like, hey, why don't you play this and not fear you destroying my data. But here's the problem. Uh, game save data cannot be saved or copied to the micro SD card, even though it supports a micro SD card. Um, and so what happens when you run out of space for save data? Nintendo's 
own support side says you need to free up space within system settings and data management. And this is the <sighs> moment. So in Zelda's case, uh, and in most of the games that I've seen, uh, the save file has been 64 megabytes, which is mm-hmm. tiny. So when you have a 32 gigabyte storage space, which is really 27 after yeah. the OS yeah. is done, um, that's potentially <clears throat> still a lot of games. So if you're going digital and you have an SD card, you're fine. If you didn't, stop. Right. <laughs> like you, you, yeah. you gotta, you gotta, this is a ticking bomb. Um, but yeah, th- th- there is nothing worse, I feel, for a gamer outside, uh, outside of a hardware failure. There's nothing worse than losing hours of progress. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm losing oh. 70 hours of Zelda. Luckily, Zelda's I'm good enough. 130. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. Where's, where's <laughs> I mean, that box of tissue? That's a, like a terrifying notion to me. Yeah. 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 Like I, yeah. it's such a See, personal Zelda, game. Zelda, though, yeah. I don't yeah. mind because like I, the knowledge I have, I want to apply in different ways to that game. And so starting new would have been the way to go anyway. It uh-huh. sucks though because there's so many things in that inventory that I'm like, will I get that again? Do I ever remember? Right. I got that. Yeah, I, I am somewhat okay with it, but I think the quality of the game speaks to that. Had this been anything else, had this been, you know, for some folks, the, what, what am I talking about here? Like that Minecraft save, that, that Stardew Valley save, yeah. where like oh, you've got yeah. like some serious work or an Animal oh, Crossing yeah. save. Terraria's Animal coming Crossing. to Switch. Yeah. yeah. And these are the things that I'm just like, well, why? Like, I don't understand. Why do people not complain about changing phones when you're in Apple's ecosystem? I'll tell you why. Because you sync it up to your laptop or you back it up to the cloud. You have all of that information saved and you don't have to worry about anything. You just move on to the next device and you're good. Potentially, when you have to replace this switch, you are leaving it up to a prayer that your data is coming back. Right. That's not good. I mean, or if your Switch gets stolen, which is a portable device, it could happen. It happen. breaks. Yeah. Um, to add an extra wrinkle to that, mm-hmm. I didn't have an SD card in my Switch when I downloaded all... I'm going all digital. I downloaded all my digital games. Then I put one in. I can't move those, those downloads from my Switch to my SD What's card. What's I just don't even have that just option. Won't, won't it's just not it. even. It's not even in the in the menus. I'm hoping, so now mm. I have a 200 gigabyte SD card sitting there, empty, and five gigs of free space on my hard drive. And I'm like, well, I'd love to free up space on my hard drive. I can't even manage my own fridge. Yeah, basically. you can delete yeah. Zelda, and you won't lose the save file. By the way, it'll keep that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You I, can I, re-download I the game file. Yeah, it'll yeah. delete the game file. Only the save file stays behind, so you're okay. Um, or you know what? <laughs> archive it. Archive it. If you archive it, you delete the game file and you can re-download it. And you should be able to re-download it to the SD card. Brian is sweating right now for I, the yeah, audio. I don't, I don't know, man. Um, but no, still, this is not okay. Works. This is yeah. something that needs to be fixed in an update. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like, I hope that part of whatever this Nintendo online strategy is, is that they'll tell you, oh, this backs up to the cloud, you're yeah. fine. Even though you kind of don't need it because you're... The home console is the portable console. Right. Why would you need to save it to the cloud? Doesn't matter. Put it in the cloud. Just make cloud. me yeah. happy. But you know what else? Let me put it on a computer. Let me put the save file wherever I want. Because at the end of the day, I'm sorry. Like I get that you're trying to protect your, your system or your game or whatever. You don't want people to cheat or exploit it. I don't care. This is this is data we're talking about. This is this is my time. Yeah, those yeah. are edge cases too. Like, don't punish the general populace off of just like the idea that one or two people might cheat or whatever. Yeah, and I'm yeah. and I'm basing that purely on speculation. I don't yeah, have the the 100. Yeah. percent But this just feels like yeah. such a weird myth. And especially uh, growing so used to like cloud saves on my PS4. Uh, yes, I have my one PS4. But if I, if I ever want to go over to a friend's PS4 or yeah. if I need a new PS4, I have it there. And yeah. It, yeah, I'm hoping when they do this big rollout of their online service in the fall, cloud yeah. saving will be part of it. Yeah, and and. 
and cloud saving better not be the only one because yes. I, then I feel like something ain't, something's not right. Like let oh, people sure. back it up however they want. Yeah. I feel like you opened up the eShop. It wasn't that hard. I think this is another thing. And I think yeah. it's inevitable. Like folks yeah, keep asking oh, me on sure. Twitter like, oh, do you think they'll fix this? Yes, I yeah. think they will. I just think for version 2.0 of Switch software, this is a weird one. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, the last thing uh, that was not patched yet is Joy-Con desync issues, which uh, Nintendo has put up an advisory on their uh, support page just saying not to put the Switch behind a TV or near an aquarium or anything with a sort of interference uh, of any kind. Uh, they have some listing there. Not the most elegant solution, but hopefully through software they'll be able to patch and fix whatever this is. Um, that being said, on my personal one, not experiencing it. I know you are having it right at your desk whenever yeah, my and desk wherever. Is interference. Yeah, your, your <laughs> entire space is interference. A bunch of wireless things, and trying to do a video walkthrough when your character's like. <laughs> doesn't look I good for a house to yeah okay. i mean to add to that it's not only that your controller just stops but that sometimes your character locks in a place with what yeah. he was doing mm-hmm. so like uh this let's i'm doing this let's play series with zach ryan called mm-hmm. link together it's plug great. plug plug yeah where we're both plug it. each holding a joy con and playing breath of the wild as a multiplayer game yeah uh fascinating disasters are coming from that but multiple times he'll be yelling at me and i'm like i swear it wasn't me yeah. i actually me. just walked off the edge and we're, like, we've been having to cut it. all that stuff out of the of the actual show because it's not entertaining for you guys mm. but it's an issue uh that said it's not something that i'm having at home on my switch yeah. so Same. it's kind of like going it, it's, yeah. it's it's not happening to everyone also but it's take into to account people. like where your phone is too because i feel like the night i was having it at home i didn't realize like my phone was just right there on my lap right i don't know mm. the proximity game here but definitely that that's a, a seems to be a part of it mm-hmm. um so check that out go to uh, nintendo's support page and see for yourself what the list is uh there's a lot of stuff they have listed there to just watch out for um last last thing because then we got to move on i got to kick it to naomi uh do not put a theme skin on your joy con because it will ruin the paint job um the paint job is fantastic by the way out of yeah. the box like it feels really good yeah. when you put that skin on it it doesn't feel good anymore when you take it off yeah <laughs> um so stay away from that i'm gonna go ahead and say and don't put most skins on most of your gaming devices Fair. like did yeah. They're very rarely well done. Yeah, I agree with that. And they always look like you're just hiding sort of what's under the... They're gaudy. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. exactly. Extremely gaudy. Yeah, Yeah. that's a good one. All right, next we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to kick it over to Naomi. And I'm going to keep the switch train rolling as I throw things over to Brian and Max now. Max, did you know Breath of the Wild has a theme song? Breath of the Wild. Not helping. Sneaking Ah, up on skeletons and fighting all the Bobaclins. It's Breath of the Wild. Did you know that? It's on the soundtrack, special it's edition. Not, you're not helping me fight skeletons. Good. All seven songs, okay. just that, just that song over here. and over. Breath of the Wild, Stop gotta singing, fight man. all the guys like that Boko that. Spear. Okay. Getting all that money, wow, gotta get there. the rupees and steal up oh, all those meats. Gonna Stop, fight stop the singing. bands and the beat the bad guys gonna beat up Ganon hey, cause you know he stole the girl. Ow, Hyrule is? What? Baseball. Ow. Oh, you play baseball? Yeah, this is exactly how good I am in real life, too. Ow, come on. Breath of the Wild, you can play baseball against You're the bad out. guys. Baseball term. Almost dead. He's, I mean, he almost killed him with his own rock. I'm surprised he keeps You killed yes. him. Because it's one, two, five strikes. He's dead in the hold high rule. Also on the soundtrack. I hate barrels. Welcome back. And our final segment, uh, we're going to be talking about your questions. It's question block time. Uh, so I have with me a, a list of uh, several, several questions uh, to keep you here uh, busy. So, uh, hey, guys, insert obligatory love of the show message here. Um, who was this? 
Tyler. Yeah. Wait, yeah. It, oh, sh- uh, yeah, it's Tyler. What's uh, funny is I saw that on the page. I thought you wrote that oh. to, like, put a fake message. No, he wrote that <laughs> in the email. Yeah, uh, he enjoys uh, Breath of the Wild. I do wonder what does the future of Zelda hold with Switch, though. So his question, do you think Nintendo will alternate between 2D and 3D games, focus on reusing Breath of the Wild assets to make a sequel faster, like Ocarina of Time to Majora's Mask, or put a majority of the Zelda team on a 2D game and get this out quickly before shifting back to the next 3D iteration. Jose, do you remember a couple months ago, a couple weeks ago, I was on the show. And From I Tyler said, Sullivan. Thanks, Tyler. Hey, Tyler. I said I would really like um, Breath of the Wild to have like what the original Zelda had, which was the second quest. Um, I no longer want that. <laughs> This game is far too big on its own. No more quests, please. I'm good. This is going to be enough for the rest of my life. Uh, there's also DLC coming. Yeah, there's uh, a there's hard sto- mode. Yeah, there's a hard mode. There's story sure. DLC coming. I imagine they'll add a new area of some kind. Yeah. Uh, this is one of the biggest games I've ever played. I can't remember. I m- imagine how long it would take to walk across this world. So that said, I'd like a smaller, more personal 2D experience. I like Tyler's idea of sort of alternating between 3D and 2D. I do think it'll be a very long time after the DLC for this game yeah. that we see another 3d zelda like this i um they take a while you know so let's go with a like a nice let's, let's get a link between worlds two type of situation yeah, that would, you know? it already is a sequel it'll be three sorry i'm just <laughs> i'm sorry i can see um Do you feel like, that yes <laughs> i don't see them reusing assets like the majora's mask kind of deal but if you've seen like Wind waker when uh phantom hourglass spirit tracks they kept that kind of aesthetic so i wouldn't mind seeing a 3ds game that kind of kept some of the aesthetic but didn't like go for the crazy visuals but like that art style maybe maybe trying to do something with that or at least like the how the sprites look um that'd be kind of cool to see like a separate kind of story why a 3ds game um they need some love too yeah it does need love but that switch looks so good it does that screen man i was saying my 3ds the other day i love that system always have always will that switch screen is something else like it's 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 hard to go back i will take a bite-sized adventure yeah Yeah. um as long as they port it to switch too i don't care what the 3ds (laughs) i want the 2d prototype of breath of the wild i want them to release that as a game i know i said it earlier it it was so cool and clearly they put a lot of effort into making it yeah i think fans would go insane over it what if it's starring biker link fine with me and make it star all of the that links was, they showed biker link they show, showed metroid link they showed all these cool concepts at the panel uh, you should check out ign.com for the coverage of it yeah uh, but great. yeah i would love that to be a thing like an mm. actual thing you could buy mm. um okay but yeah um i'm torn uh for several reasons one uh i first of all console zelda takes a while to make this one took, I think, five or six years. Yeah. Uh, it took longer than they intended, and uh, that seems to always be the case with Console Zelda. Um, on top of that, I think we have the issue, uh, the, and this isn't an issue, but this is a reality. I think the fan service, um, the franchise care for Zelda is getting out of control, I feel. Now, that might be blasphemy to big-time Zelda fans, but let me explain. Uh, we've had A Link Between Worlds, we've had Triforce Heroes, we've had Hyrule Warriors, we've had Hyrule Warriors again on 3DS, and now we have Breath of the Wild. I just feel like we've had a lot of Zelda um, in uh, what feels like enough time, but I feel like Breath of the Wild is the culmination of you know this new step, this new direction. I like that the DLZ exists. I wasn't opposed to it when they announced it. My only issue was you guys are being incredibly vague about what this is, um, and that for a game that we haven't played yet. So now when we think, oh, there's going to be a new hard mode, 
I think we all at this table agree and have a better understanding that this game is hard. Yeah. I don't want to know what hard mode is. <laughs> if Link is like starving to death or something like like whatever you're gonna add to that and, and make that unique and interesting, I'm I'm interested in. Um and years ago when Breath of the Wild was sort of just revealed and didn't have a name. I wanted them to just find ways to reuse this world, and I think the DLC is that. Yeah. Um, I think personally, yeah, you can work on a 2D Zelda or you can work on something 2D, 3D, hybrid, 2.5D, whatever you want to call it. But I do think that Zelda needs some time off. I think that we are hitting the point where you have experimented a lot with this series, where you have done a lot of cool, quirky things with it. I think if anything, I wouldn't balk at more DLC when you're done. But let's talk to me when you're done in, in the in the holidays. Yeah. I obviously yeah. can't make that determination now, but I I think Zelda needs some time off. Well, I got to be honest. I have good news for you because I have a feeling we won't see another 3D console Zelda game until like 2022, 2023. Yeah, yeah. Switch version sure. three point whatever. Yeah. yeah, it's gonna be a long, long time. I mean, it's how long has it been since Skyward Sword, right? Uh, so yeah. that was 2011 to now. Yeah, yeah. So, and yeah. then Twilight Princess was. Oh, well, we had it, and that's the other thing I left off yeah. my list. We had Twilight Princess HD. We had Wind Waker yeah. HD. Yeah. Yep. presumably we're getting skyward sword hd i mean yep. i don't think that goes away it just depends on whether or not they're willing to commit to reworking that game and i think yep. maybe they will but here's the other thing i think after breath of the wild can you go back can you go back to the I way zelda know. used to be i don't, I don't like know. i think you'd be sending skyward sword to its death if you put it out well, especially if you released it in the next year like yeah that yeah. shouldn't be a thing that releases anytime soon. i think that we've seen a lot of zelda in a compressed amount of time well, i think it's time yeah. for some time off yeah well, it's also even be, from the hd remakes let's though. be honest i break. mean i feel like we saw twilight princess uh and wind waker on the on the wii u uh in I also lieu, left off majora's mask sorry yeah, and majora's i mean in lieu of having an actual full-fledged brand new 3d zelda game um those were great. They were great stopgaps to hold us mm-hmm. over until Breath of the Wild. But we have Breath of the Wild now. Yeah. Um, porting Skyward Sword in HD and fixing some weird things in it, that'd be okay with me. Yeah. But I, I think I would just buy it and maybe play it for an hour or two and then go back to Breath of the Wild. Or maybe do something like, I like that uh, with uh, Red, the original Red Dead Redemption, Rockstar made uh, a DLC version. Now, granted, I don't want them to take this 100%. They had a, uh, a Zombies-type undead campaign, nightmare. Undead Nightmare, and then they sold it standalone. I don't think that would be a terrible thing. I agree. Um, I, I don't think that uh, f- sort of making something smaller and then finding a way to sell it uh, a, a separate way would hurt them. Yeah. Um, Especially with how big this world is. Yeah, I guess smaller. Yeah, I guess the only challenge, though, would be like, what would the rest of the world do? And I can't remember how yeah. Undead Nightmare de- yeah, dealt with that. Uh, yeah, I don't remember offhand. It's been years. Uh, but personally, I want Zelda to take a break. I said it, uh, mark the time. And I'm sure some folks will disagree with me, but I feel like there are other franchises in your stable that need some franchise care. I mean, Metroid, we bring it up every other week. I'm at Metroid. Metroid. Remember, remember Metroid. I need Metroid Link. Where's, so. where's the, I need to like hit the chisel. Just like send it through. Um, yeah, exactly. Uh, so yeah, we've, we've gone on with that one. Uh, next question comes from good friend of the show, Charlie, uh, Charlie Gatson, uh, who says he wholly agrees with all the universal praise that, uh, breath of the wild is getting. Uh, and it's comforting to know that even technical hiccups didn't, and switch hardware limitations didn't factor into uh, basically how fun this moment to moment game is. So, uh, while not the first 3D open world action game Nintendo has developed, Breath of the Wild definitely adds a welcome twist to the genre that separates it from the rest. What other genre would you like to see Nintendo take a stab at that it historically has shied away from? Uh, first person shooters or MMOs? 
He also said for us to have a great day. Thanks, Charlie. What do you guys think? What's a, what's a genre that Nintendo has not? I, I feel like every other year someone says to me, Nintendo should do a Nintendo MOBA. Nintendo MOBA. Nope. Nope. You don't want a MOBA? Nope. You don't want a MOBA? Nope. Too hardcore? Nope. Um, um, yeah. This is tough. Nope, one. says Brendan Graver. Yeah. I well, I, it's mentioned in there, but the same way that Splatoon was their take on the shoot, like third person shooter. I'd be curious to see what they do with a first person shooter. Okay, uh, I, Geist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> done. <laughs> um, no, I mean, yeah. and we saw Metroid Prime, which is mm-hmm. you know had a yeah. lot of elements. Of yeah. That. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a really tough one. It's a really tough. It one. is hard because I, I feel like the genre isn't standalone anymore. It blends everything. Now, I also too. think they yeah. say, Nintendo succeeds best when they are not sort of iterating on what other people are doing and then sort yeah. of taking a weird direction on their own. Mm-hmm. Like, Seeing I think what they've done with uh, with uh, Mario Maker and then even with Animal Crossing, I like to see them go for like an actual simulator, like a building game, like mm-hmm. like a Dragon Quest Heroes kind of, kind of deal where it's a little more open, where it's not mm-hmm. so confined, whereas Mario, you just have to make levels or Animal Crossing, you can only do certain little projects. Like if mm-hmm. they just opened it up and said, insert franchise here you can build a lot more to your liking in this world whether that's a mario world whether it's an animal crossing uh whatever it is like it would be neat to see where they could go with that yeah or figure out a way to somehow maybe take animal crossing and work it into the fabric of what you're saying like yeah on a, on a larger scale where like my town exists somewhere on a map and i can go visit uh altonalsville or graver graverstown or something like that you know what i mean graversburg that's what you call it yeah, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, the, the Jonathan's just got Sorry, started. Yeah. It's just a, it's just a pile of just dirt. The, the Dornbush um, dumps. Yeah. <laughs> out there, dude. No, but but I, I wish that uh, I feel like each Animal Crossing game has tried to deliver that promise, but it's still very much held back by yeah. whether your friends online or not, yeah. or yeah. weird codes you need to go visit dream codes. The dream. Dream codes. Um, yeah, I, I kind of hope that the, that could be the next direction. Or if not, I, I think the MMO would be interesting, but. I don't know. Nintendo just seems so strange when it comes to certain hardcore genres, and I feel like they almost don't want to approach that stuff. Um, I don't know. I know po- people want Pokemon to be an MMO, but it's not really up to Nintendo. Yeah, that's yeah. a Pokemon company not, question. Yeah, Pokemon uh, Go. Yeah, actually, multiplayer. Yeah, that is actually the yeah. Pokemon MMO that secretly you had no idea. Uh, we'll we'll try to come back to this. I'm sure Pear would would have something. And uh, apologies that he's not here this week. But yeah, I, I think that. Uh, I also think the challenge with this question is that genres are just not standalone anymore. Like everything yeah. is part of everything else. That's true. You know, yeah. like uh, your action adventure has RPG systems in it. And, there is uh, no first person shooter without RPG elements. Yeah, the, the Call of Duty absolutely yeah. made that a reality, and everyone does it that way. Progression is always charted by an RPG like mechanic of grinding for XP to then level up to then get more weapons to then run out there and blow stuff up. Yeah. All right. Uh, next question comes from. Uh, Bristol Pete, uh, who really likes the music on the show. Um, it's all beatbox from Jose. It's yeah, really crazy. Handpicked. Yep, handpicked. We hand, have to hand, sit here and listen. Yeah, yeah. I feel really <laughs> sorry. It's like five guys. tries to get it right. Yeah, you, only, you only hear it on the audio version. Uh, so if you're watching the video, you, you get no audio uh, music. Uh, so on a related note, he says, my question is, what is your favorite Nintendo score or sound effect? 
I thought this was oh, a fun question to ask. I thought when he said Nintendo score, I was like, oh, Jose's 10 out of 10. That's good. I want to give a quick, this is brand new. I want to give a quick shout out to all of the little sound effects and noises on the Switch. Yeah. yeah. Like There's that? just adorable <laughs> little, like, the, just, like the, the UI makes really great right. sounds. Clicky. The Switch yeah. click when you put the Joy-Cons it's in. Great. It's I just do that for fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm weird. I'm just doing that all day. It's yep. Just, yep. It's great. Uh, please don't give that. Um, uh, so, it's so Switching, 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 man. We got, we got videos of you playing the milk games. That's yeah, not that's even yeah, yeah, yeah. on Snapchat too. It's shareable. Yeah. Uh, so uh, he said solid. personally, he loves the Super Mario remix tracks. I love that that they yeah, used in Smash Brothers. I love when you enter a new or you get a new area or an unlock a new thing in Metroid or Metroid Prime, yeah. and it goes dunk 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 dunk. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah, that yeah. noise. That's yeah. really good. I've always yeah. loved uh, the Dark World theme and how they remixed it and yeah. Smash and Two Worlds and also yeah. the Great Fairy theme. Seeing the evolution of that. Yeah, and only gotten weirder. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I oh no, you no, first. Please. I was gonna say, uh, just since we're talking about Zelda all the time, the Wind Waker, just the that general score has yep. stuck with me forever. Uh, and Bill yeah. Trina and I geeked out about this once on the show, but KK Cruisen from Animal Crossing. Oh right. yeah, it sounds yeah. like a Dr. Dre beat. Great. It's just yeah. one of my favorite yeah. jams. Um, I've I've got a lot of music I really like from Nintendo, and I mean, if you listen to the audio version, those are all pretty much things I enjoy. I really like when they try the quirky offbeat stuff. Like I love my Zelda scores, yeah. and I feel like Breath of the Wild has an incredible soundtrack. Oh, God, that yeah, does a very good job of bouncing between when it's present and when it isn't. It's jazzy and, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah, I, I just want that guy to to play my wedding. Like, I want to <laughs> find out like who is he. <laughs> just start like hitting the keys whenever yeah. he, tickling the keys whenever he feels like it. Um, but then I love. Uh, the item get build up in Zelda because even in in Breath of the Wild you get that and it's like this almost like this uh, this uh, music box like it's almost yeah. like a jack in yeah. the box leading up to the even, ah, even the cute even the cute little noise where every time you get a new item in that game and not mm-hmm. like Skyward Sword where every time you get every item in that game <laughs> when you get a new fish it goes like is that little thing no I really love the music they play at Animal Crossing and like three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Which is like this well, I love that every key, like, hour has a yeah, uh, has a soundtrack. Yeah. Like I wish we had a conference room in this building where every hour you get the ding dong dong ding like the yep. clock, and then <laughs> for the next five minutes you get whatever the song of the hour is, and then it cuts out because you got to start your meeting. Um, but I, I like that. Uh, I like how I made a beatbox joke earlier. Now there's just four men sat around like humming and singing <laughs> their favorite sound effect. Yeah, but that that's, just that's, we rolled right into it. It's perfect. <laughs> yeah, no, they they do a really good job with that stuff, and even when they revisit their history and they take something like an NES remix or they take like the the opening uh song you hear when you pop that in sounds like you popped in a cartridge and then it's just like you just hit play on 30 nintendo games at once and all of them decided to start playing sound effects um and it's it's done very very tastefully uh so i feel like we could talk about this forever also uh wario's wah is just one of the yeah Yeah, yeah. one of the best sounds in any game yeah any rhythm heaven song uh especially stuff from the last one i can't wait till rhythm heaven hits switch by the way yeah i i will lose my mind is that happening that better happen. Oh, like, yeah, at I don't this think point, it's, it's not if, foot. it's yeah. when. Good. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it better not be if. I do. All right. Last question comes from Stephen in the UK. Uh, okay, so he loves the show. Thank you, Stephen. Uh, his Switch arrived tomorrow as of the timing of this email, but one concern is uh, a lack of mention of cross-buys. Um, I kind of thought that since us uh, Wii U owners got a bit of a sour deal with its support, that at least we'd get a discount on Switch purchases, which we already had. For example, Shovel Knight at launch or Mario Kart 8 next month uh, in April. 
this late in the game, is there any hope uh, of this, or am I being a bit too optimistic, holding on to memories of the 3DS ambassador scheme of yesteryear? First of all, those things are unrelated. 3DS ambassador scheme was, I'm sorry, you paid $250. Yeah. <laughs> here's uh, here's yeah. 10, uh, 10 NES games and 10 Game Boy Advance games, and we'll never release the Game Boy Advance games ever again mm-hmm. on 3DS. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but... um. Yeah, this is the unfortunate reality uh, that uh, you're not getting a discount. We've been playing this song for years, man. Like, I mean, this is just the way it is. I, uh, I, I really hope it's something they eventually lean into. I think right now they're really positioning stuff like Mario Kart 8 Deluxe um, and what other what other games are getting sort of ported. Splatoon. Well, Splatoon's a a, a a sequel. Yeah, it's a sequel. Yeah. How dare you? I mean, like, just it's. Never mind. Yeah. 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 That's Never all mind. that's uh, confirmed. I know before launch there were rumors that other Wii U games could get ports, but nothing yeah. else has really been confirmed mm-hmm. yet. Like yeah. Smash may eventually. It, it would be yeah. crazy not to. Yeah, we're be, still I waiting on some of those cool. Amiibo. So, yeah. 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 So, um, I think I, I think would love the ship it. has sailed. Yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah. think yeah. this yeah. is happening. Yeah. I, I'm sorry, Stephen. Like, I, I hate to be that guy, but there is, it sucks because there isn't a precedent. And yeah. So, I think that in that case, we lean into, nope. Like yeah. it, it, they're just not doing it. Well, and uh, does that mean Virtual Console won't have a sh- small upgrade? Yeah, fee? I think nice. that you'll see. That I, um, I mean, at, at the very before. least, that'd be nice. But I mean, my me didn't carry over. Yeah, like yeah. that's odd. It's, Nothing it's, from your Wii U carried it's, over. But it's that's yeah. tied over to my my Nintendo account. Like mm. I even had to make a brand new me. Oh, you my could have Switch. imported one from your Amiibo, but uh, have you ever scanned one? No one's ever done that. that. That's Dude. a thing. Hey, <laughs> Unless hey, you played I, yes. Smash Brothers, you never did yeah, that. I, I, How do you I, do that? I used it from a Smash Brothers one. So remember, you brought in your. Uh, did you ever bring in a Smash Amiibo? Like, did you ever try to train one? Yeah. So your me safe to it. All you gotta do is swipe it on your switch uh, under the me. Ah. Also, when I when I registered your dog amiibo, like, no, it's not an no, obvious thing. No, I know. That's why yeah, I'm being sarcastic. Not, when yeah, I registered his not, not, amiibo, yeah. I put a Miyamoto's face on it, so you yeah. can make a Miyamoto. Oh, he wanted to make you okay. smile. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. No, it, that feels like yeah. something from like four years ago. Like, it does. That, yeah. yeah so. me, me's under the bus right now. Yeah. No, I mean, I hope when the virtual console is a thing, however it comes to be, I hope there is some form of it because I don't want to buy a Super Mario Brothers three for the thirtieth time uh but in terms of wii u games i think you won't see an upgrade thing because the reality for nintendo is also only a little over 10 million people bought wii u's it was 12 i think think 13 13. yeah tops and so the reality is if they want this to be to a more expensive market the priority is on that wider market and Mm -hmm. not necessarily that smaller market i agree Um, yeah yeah. and it sucks but yeah it It just makes business sense to focus i think that like if you if you're on for the ride for all through the wii u um luckily you, you got to play the those games that I guess a lot of people totally slept on. You get to yeah. play some really good games. They're great games. In terms of upgrading them, uh, I, my suggestion to you is trade them in, use the money, put them on eBay, use the money, and, and buy Switch versions. And it, pick and choose. And that sucks because that's a very, like, that's a pretty bootleg trading yeah. program. Yeah, but that's, yeah. that's the best way to do it. Yeah. No, yeah, it, it, and it has been the reality for, like, I want to say the last couple of consoles where it was like oh a bunch of things from the last box didn't move over um props on sony though for like the day i opened my ps4 having some games that i was like yeah. oh i own this yeah. like that's that was so cool. cool and flower you, you want yeah, and you want yeah. that feeling uh, again i feel like that is uh that is every bit as important to brand loyalty as the returning customer i agree like just yeah. telling them hey you got a bunch of free games because you've totally been agree. here before yeah. you've shopped with us yeah 
anyway, all right. Well, we've gone over time. This has been a very, very long, long uh, launch special. But here we are. It's done. Thank you so much for watching and listening to Nintendo Voice Chat. We're a weekly show here on IGN. We love your feedback. Email it to us at mvc at IGN.com. We always want to hear what you think. And uh, let's tell the folks how to find you on Twitter. How do they find the demure... Brendan Graver. Yeah, the sleep deprived, <laughs> hard working. want to play more Zelda, which is shouldn't Scary. be legally possible at this point. Yep. You can find me on Twitter at Raga underscore Fraga and tweet me with your uh, tips. If you have questions about Zelda, I'm here to answer them. Sweet. Yep. Right. Uh, I'm at Agent Bizzle, so you can find me there. And yep. Link Together shows up how many times a week? Every Thursday at 3 p.m. is a brand new episode. We are a relatively spoiler-free show. We are not trying to get through any of the story cutscenes and stuff yeah. like that. We're just really out there in the world just getting in trouble. Just and pray for their so yeah, and pray for their friendship if yeah. it will survive. He broke his knee, didn't you? It's been tested. Yeah, he's been out with surgery. So uh, I yeah. wonder we'll put him there. I'm Italian. <laughs> do the math. <laughs> uh, you can find me at JM Dornbush. Okay. Yeah. Any uh, anything to plug? No, uh, just talk to me about Fast and the Furious I'll, or Kingdom I'll, Hearts. Yeah, the trailer Kingdom was Hearts. awful. Uh, oh how God. dare you? <laughs> how dare you? Uh, but stay tuned for my Fast and Furious cast. All right, there we go. Uh, and finally, I am Jose underscore Taro, and uh, we will have a uh, Breath of the Wild spoiler cast at some point. Don't don't rush. Ha- have a good time. It's a brand new game. Have Enjoy. Yeah, like, take take, your take your time with this one. It's worth it, I promise. Um, and uh, you'll be hearing more from us. Uh, but thank you very much. And we'll be back next week with more Nintendo Voice Chat.
Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.